time, is it? It's time to wake up, Lakeshore. You're listening to Saga Talk on Sunday. Here we are again. We do this live every Sunday, high above land sharks here in beautiful downtown Saugatuck. And boy, has it been a beautiful weekend. We are loving the weather here in Saugatuck. This is Gregory Muncy. I've got a great show lined up for you, so stay tuned. Grab a cup of coffee. Get that coffee of brewing. And, uh, oh, I've got fresh baked goods again for my uh, guests. I've been busy in the kitchen, and we've got a great show ahead. I want to thank everybody for listening, and uh, as we wake up to watch the sun come up over the hill here on Butler Street, looks like it's going to be another pretty day, a little windy, but uh, it's going to be pretty nice. It's just after 7 a.m., and it's 40 degrees outside. It's going to stick around 40 all day long, so perfect kind of day to go walking around, strolling around, check out the shops. Lots of great restaurants are open all year round, as you know, Phil's Wicks Park Bar and Grill, Butler, just to name a few. Also borrowed time over in Douglas. Oh, there will be on the show later, so you'll want to stay tuned to listen to Kimberly Vale and Robert Mayo. We've also got uh, uh, Kevin Whiteford. He's running for the 38th District State Representative seat, and uh, he'll be on as well. We'll find out what he wants to do for all of us as our representative. I'd like to thank our sponsors, first of all, because without them, this isn't possible. We've got the charming Saugatuck Rentals as a proud sponsor with three beautiful, beautiful rentals in the Saugatuck Douglas area. We also have the Interurban Transit Authority. They're your go-to to get to where you want to go to here in the Saugatuck Douglas area for only a dollar. Just call them at 269-857-1418. I'd also like to... Thank, of course, back to the Fuchsia Flower Shop. Uh, Gene over there and I have been at a floral convention this weekend. We'll talk a little bit about that when we get into events and all kinds of fun things going on here in the Saugatuck Douglas area. And then, of course, don't forget Millpod Realty. Hey, how much is your house worth? Is it time to grow? Is it time to shrink? But you don't want to leave the area. You know who, you know who knows the layout of the land. And uh, one of the best, uh, you really can't beat this lady, Laura Durham. She works hard. She'll do anything to find out, you know, what your house is worth and what she can do for you. Just check out their website at millpondrealty.com. Of course, excuse me. <clears throat> I've got a little bit of peanut butter there uh, from our <laughs> peanut butter bars there and uh, <laughs> in my throat. And I've been chopping on those away. And uh, But, uh, of course, Mill Pond Realty, they've got those rentals as well. So they've got about 70 rental uh, homes, condos, cottages throughout the Saugatuck, Douglas area, as far south as South Haven and Glen. And uh, you can get a house on the water or whatever. You know, they're really your go-to uh, for a vacation home. Of course, you can call them at 269-857-1477. Now is the time to book your stay in Saugatuck because – we are getting very busy. Lots of reservations are coming in. People are thinking about summer. With this beautiful weather we've had this weekend, everybody's getting the spring bug. Also, also, I'd like to thank our sound guy, C.J. Badrack, for queuing up all my sound over there. Does a great job. And, uh, and as well as Dan the Man at the van. He's our producer. He's over there at the... Uh, the main, the main building there on Central Avenue, there at uh, WHTC and, of course, uh, WYVN. And uh, he's over there queuing up everything for us. And I want to let you know that, you know, if you tune in late or maybe you wanted to listen to last week's show or last year's show, you can always go to www.927thevan.com 
check out our podcast. So all of our live broadcasts are condensed into a nice little podcast that you put on. Maybe you're going on a little road trip and you want to get caught up with our shows. Just go right to our website. It's real easy, 927thevan.com. This morning, we've got a lot to talk about, and uh, I've got a great co-host with me. She is one of my favorites. She's been on the show a few times. Get that disco ball down. She woke up extra early. Wow. <laughs> Look at her go. Good morning. Hi, Gregory. <laughs> <laughs> Lauren Stanton. Uh, Hi. In the house, Lauren Stanton. Now, you've got a couple of roles in our town. First of all, you've got one of the best attractions. Oh, uh, thank you. Th- that's for sure. You know, one thing I think that makes a town great are attractions. Yeah. I mean, there's lots of, lots of towns that have great places to eat and shopping, but when you've got attractions, then you've got... <laughs> <laughs> The triple I threat. No, we and, have the triple threat yeah. in Saugatuck. Yeah, and and so uh, now you owned the old boathouse, which is a really quaint uh, building that you restored and uh, brought back to life. You also helped to bring back the shanty, yes. which is on your property, which is a historical little landmark there. With, yeah, uh, kind of like a, um, a museum, like almost like a virtual or not virtual of a, a, a working living museum. Yeah, it's yeah. A, it's the old fish shanty. The Demorous fish shanty, yeah. and um, and we brought it back to life because it was flooded for many years when we had the high water, right. and they were going to tear it down, oh. and we decided this shouldn't be torn down. We yeah. had we had room on our spot where we have retro boat rentals, and we thought why not? And we worked with the Harrington family that owns our property there, uh-huh. and uh, we moved it down there. And now you can just um, see all of the old artifacts from. The, back in the day when, you know, we were a fishing town. Yeah. And it's really cool. And there's really cool um, storyboards all along our building uh-huh. and around the fish shanty that tell the story of the fishing industry in Saugatuck. And it's just really fun. It's really fun to go back and look at what the town used to be and, you know, what they did for a living back then. Right. And yeah. be, because of the nature of your business, it's it's the little boating. Uh, they're yeah. beautiful retro boats that are outfitted with electric motors. Yeah. And you can putt-putt around the Lake Cal- Kalamazoo, uh, you can't take them out to Lake Michigan. <laughs> right. <laughs> I know that firsthand. It's funny because, you know, when we first started, we thought, well, you know, maybe we'll let them go around the pier head and kind of, uh-huh. you know, look about. And we just learned our lesson, like, let, yeah. let's just not have yeah. them do that. They're small boats, and, you know, Lake Michigan can turn on a dime. Sure. So we just made it so just go in our harbor. We have this beautiful area. It takes about an hour and a half to uh-huh. see the whole area of Saugatuck Douglas um, that's part of the route that people go on which is perfect for a nice little boat ride Uh and then some people will rent them for about three hours if they want to anchor and you know have lunch and hang out in the boat in the cove area Um, and people love that so Uh just comfortable and they're vintage boats from the 50s and 60s so they're very Instagrammable yeah yeah, they really are. (laughs) People like to take their pictures in them. Of course they do (laughs) Yeah, go check out their uh, website of course uh, your website is RetroBoatRentals.com. And check out these boats. They are so much fun when you're booking your vacation. You know, you can also book online uh, for your boats as well. Yeah. And so you can go to their website and you can plan your whole vacation and uh, spend a day out on the water here in Saga. It's fun that people are thinking ahead right now. That's uh-huh. the best part about spring mm-hmm. is that people are thinking ahead to their summer vacations and just getting those things planned. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And 
you know how it is right now. It's like it's coming alive in yeah. Saga Tuck. Oh, we were it's so wonderful. for a little bit, yeah. but, and now it's coming alive, and we're loving it. Yeah, you really saw the bug in everybody yesterday. <laughs> it was what? It got up to, what, 70 degrees? Is yeah. that what I? Oh, wow. It was crazy busy downtown yesterday. Wow. I was walking my dog yesterday morning, and everybody had either a stroller or a dog or something around town. It was awesome. <laughs> That's yeah. great. Now, even though right, right now you're closed because yeah. you'll be open in the spring when the when all the ice is gone yes. and you can take those things out safely. Um, but uh, even when you're closed, you can still check out the museum. Like you said, you've got the billboards oh, yeah. out there so you can go wander around yeah. and, and check out a little bit of history and, while you're walking through town as well. When, when, yeah. when is your plan on opening? Is it around Memorial Day? or So in the past, we've opened Memorial Weekend just because we've had uh, flooding and sure. various things. But this year, first weekend in May. Oh, wow. Yes. Oh, so, you're getting them out early. You're yeah, planning. last year we were really lucky because we had a, a decent early spring yeah. and we didn't have flooding yet last year, which uh-huh. was fantastic. Uh-huh. And um, so it, it's a lot easier to open up and be ready to go in the spring because people are itching to do it early. So first weekend in May is the goal as long as the weather holds out for us. Oh, sure. Lots yeah. of hope. Lots of hope for the uh, spring coming early. We're seeing yeah. robins out in trees. <laughs> we're hearing know. the birds out there. I and, know. And uh, yeah, it's, it's looking absolutely beautiful out there. Um, and, you know, where are you located? At the end of Water Street, Yeah, right? 730 yeah. Water Street. Uh-huh. So when, uh, if people are familiar with Saugatuck, uh, it's the, it's like the dead end uh-huh. where the business district ends. It's at the corner of uh, Water Street and Lucy. If you see Mount Baldy, we're right across from yeah. that on yeah, the you're river. Right, yeah, you are mm-hmm. uh, right across Directly the street across. from the stops. Yeah. Yep. Um, and you're also across the street from one of our sponsors, Mill, Mill Pond, Pond Realty. Realty. <laughs> 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 I have to give that a little plug anytime I can. Um, and uh, uh, so, but... Um, but also, now, in addition to a business owner, you're also a city councilwoman. I know. I know. Yeah. So, you know, as a business person, I just kind of wanted to have a voice sure. uh, as far as, you know, I was in front of city council from 2016 uh, through, you know, recent times. Right. Where building I was building your business. Building my business. Getting things approved. So and, I was yeah. constantly in front of the historic commission. I was in front of the planning commission, the zoning, like all those things. And it was difficult and it was challenging uh-huh. um, because that's not second nature to people, like to know what to do with zoning and planning and right. historic things. And I felt like I wanted to help people along in the process so they didn't feel as intimidated as we did. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was more friendly. Uh, so when they came before our boards and came before our city council, that they didn't feel so intimidated right. and feeling like they were doing something wrong. <laughs> right. You know, so I just wanted it to be a more friendly environment where people could come to us and right. talk about, you know, new things happening in our town. Right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That that's great. It's a great attitude. And I know, you know, being a, a previous business owner here in town myself, yeah. and and uh, working with the city, we've always wanted to have a couple business owners on that board. Right. Now, of course, Mark Beckin, he owns the insurance company. Yeah. Um, which is, you know, a, a, a great business. And of course, I get my insurance through him. Sure. Um, but uh, you know, having a retail spot or having an attraction, right. And having that voice and that face out there. Um, um, uh, that's something I know that we've always talked about in town wanting. So. Yeah, and, and so we've got somebody, a couple. Yeah. We've got we've got you. We've got Garnet Lewis who owns the uh, Isabel's. Isabel's. Yeah, and um, and so yeah, now we've got a little bit 
retail and restaurants and yeah, and, uh, little... it's it's good to have that voice, right? Yeah, you correct. know, um, nice to have an eclectic group of people exactly um, that do different things. Yeah, yeah. and uh, part of the tourism industry, you know, obviously it's our jam around here, right? You exactly. know, so you kind of want to have somebody that is talking in those uh, circles, right? Mm-hmm. So that that voice is on council. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Speaking about jam, um, <laughs> you know, I made, you know, last uh, last night, I made these wonderful, help yourself. Okay. They're uh, peanut butter and jelly blondies. Really? Yes. And, and so I got the recipe from American Spoon downstairs. Deb Petrie. Oh, that's awesome. She runs, she runs the whole show there down yeah. at 308 Butler Street, just down the street here. Uh, for, from me here, and um, and so we use the uh, peanut butter from American Spoon, and then also those are a uh, triple berry conserve. So it's a blend of berries uh, with that jam, and it's got the early glow strawberries, ruble blueberries from South Haven, and then black raspberries. Now, of course, all of the fruit that they use is all Michigan grown. Isn't that so cool? Yeah, yeah. I know. And I love that about our area, too. Yeah, yeah. You feel like it's being grown in our backyards. Yeah. Like in Fenville, huge, you know, farms that are out there, fruit farms, that kind of na- made a name for themselves yeah, around here. The fruit belt. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so, so yeah, um, uh, and, and uh, she wanted to uh, 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 let everybody know that um, they are hiring there at the American School. Oh, fantastic. And um, so you can go over there and uh, fill out an application. Uh, just walk around town. You're going to find a lot of places hiring <laughs> right now. I'm getting those uh, phone calls right now. Are you hiring for the summer? I sure am. <laughs> yeah, right. Step right up. Um, and, and so uh, you can go, you know, go yourself. They're open every day. Uh, American Spoon, and uh, uh, you can stop in, talk to Deb, talk to one of the uh, employees there. And can you get recipes like these You there? can get recipes. Brent Allen actually reached out to me a couple weeks ago because he wanted their chili recipe. Oh. They have a chili recipe that they use um, uh, their pumpkin. It's got pumpkin in it. Their pumpkin, uh, uh, it's like a, a marinade pumpkin type thing. Get and then, out. And then it also has a cherry peach salsa in it as well. So the so the chili is a little bit sweeter. Yeah, it is, yeah. but it's got a little bit of bite because there's there's pepper in the it. recipe a little, and you could always add more pepper. Heck yeah. So yeah, so <laughs> yeah, check out American Spoon. It's a it's a great place to work awesome. over there. So I love yeah, so that, that was really good. Um, I'm drinking coffee in my. Look at those. Tell me more about this little isn't muggy this, thing that you got going isn't that on. that a neat little mug? Now, it looks like a creamer. Uh, Dispenser. It does, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, now this mug. Now this mug was designed so that I can lean back. What? In my recliner. <laughs> Look at it. Without spilling it. What? Or if I'm in bed, maybe reading. <laughs> you know, well. I reading. feel like it's not meant to be a coffee cup. Are you sure it's a coffee cup? <laughs> it is. And uh, listen, it's called the accidental flower vase is what they call it. Because it really is, you know, we got this. <laughs> We you got, really look like you're drinking out of the, the creamer. It, it looks like the creamer, doesn't yes. it? Yes. But look at if I'm leaning back. Okay, lean. You know, go ahead. Okay, okay, Show I'm me. Leaning. Here we go. Show me. I don't de- know. I know. <laughs> now you can't do that with a regular mug. Okay. Yeah. So. Okay. So they're selling this as like. Uh, a coffee cup. Well, yeah, and uh, you know, we, a lot of uh, florists <laughs> do uh, arrangements in mugs, you know, and so you know, with the way the sides are and all that, it gives you lots of room to uh, oh. stick stems and design. 
And, and I got it at Inspire, the 2022 Great Lakes Floral and Event Expo that I've been spending this weekend with Gene uh, from yes. Back to the Fuchsia Flower Shop. Yes. And we've been learning all kinds of things like new design, trends, techniques, and uh, and uh, learned quite a few little tricks and tips. And Do you feel inspired? Yeah, very inspired. Mm-hmm. It, it, it actually was a great show. We had the pleasure of uh, working with She Volunteered, and we went to the back uh, uh, where all the magic happens. Yeah. And, and uh, participated uh, in a couple things. And we had the pleasure of working with um, one of the uh, highlights of the uh, area. His name is Jackie Lacey. He's okay. like a rock star of flowers. Really? And uh, he travels around. He owned flower shops for many years. And um, and uh, he works for BloomNet, which is one of the leading uh, online floral sources. Okay. And um, him, along with Derek Woodruff, who's from uh, Traverse City, oh. uh, put on several shows. And, and he's th- these are like the flower store. Uh, the flower rock stars. Rock stars. <laughs> and, and so they come in, they come on stage, they do shows, they do presentations. Yeah. It's everything from floral design to managing your business. And nice. um, it, was, it was a great time. And um, and so uh, we really enjoyed that. And, uh, and and that was in Grand Rapids? Grand Rapids. Oh, you, you were in the big city, weren't the, you? Oh, yeah, it was. You know, <laughs> it's funny when I go there. It's like, ooh, I'm in the big city now. No. And, but it's kind of like a big city that you feel like you don't feel intimidated. No, like you, you feel like you own this city. Yes. You know, you're like, ah, oh, this is my thing here. <laughs> you know, whereas you know, you get lost in New York or you get lost right. in Chicago. You know. Right. And, I love uh, going to downtown Grand Rapids because, well, they are the best kind of Michiganders, meaning that they made uh, skywalks yes. across the entire town, so I you know. never have to go outside if I it's know. lousy outside. Yeah. Well, Denver's like that, too. Denver, <laughs> Colorado. 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 Yeah. Um, uh, that's like that, too. Uh, speaking of Grand Rapids, yeah. you are the reason why, when I moved here 15 years ago, that I watched WZZM 13. I know. And the, <laughs> you're, you're the, you were the anchor for what? Yes. 20? 18 years. 18 years. Yeah. Wow. That's 18 a long years. Time. And when you first met me, you tugged on my hair because you didn't think it was real. You remember that. <laughs> I know. And I came here today without it all piled on She's top of my head. Hair. I have really thick hair. And, and it's I thought, odd. oh, he's going to say something about my hair because <laughs> it's very thick and goofy right now. But She let me. The first time I was there with Kirk Johnson, he was doing a segment on Take 5, a yes. uh, fashion segment. Yep. And we were in the back room. And so then we went to where you guys were. Work, which was like an eye-opener for me because I've never been in the back room of a newsroom. And you think it's glamorous, right? No. You've got this office and all that. And it's just these little cubicles. Yeah. And it's like, you know, and, and you're back there working. And you turn around, and your hair, and I used to say that every morning when I'd watch you because I'd wake <laughs> up with you every morning. And I'd be like, how does she get her hair like that? I know that you're leaving your house like at 3, yeah. 4 in the morning. And I'm like, I mean, I just, it was amazing to me. And so I had to ask you, was it real? You're like, here, tug it. Yeah, give it a tug. And I did. (laughs) 
That was yes, a lot of... I don't miss that, though. That, that, Gosh, was, that was so early. A lot of fun. Yeah. Um, I'm dog-sitting this weekend. You are? I am dog-sitting for my friend Krista and uh, her fiancé, Wes. Okay, and, so uh, you're, like, going to their place. Correct. And, like, house-sitting slash... Yeah, correct. So I baked these uh, squares, the blondies here. I baked them at their house okay. uh, last night. So, yeah, that's kind of funny, like, looking for everything. I couldn't find a hand mixer. I couldn't find a stand mixer. <laughs> so I had to mix by hand, like the old-fashioned. Oh, jeez. You know, with a spoon and everything. <laughs> and and uh, so I made these last night after I got back in from the convention. And um, and what I wanted to get at, they live in Douglas. So oh. if you're going down Center Street towards the beach, yes. there's that subdivision area back there to your left before you get to the beach. Okay. So they just bought a house back there last year. Nice. And um, nice home. They're just, okay. they're doing some changes and painting and, and remodeling and or redecorating and um, and so um, I notice driving there, and I've been going back and forth there a lot, um, is that the deer population. It is so abundant. Unbelievable. <laughs> I mean, I, you know, I pulled out, um, uh, you know, I stopped by there and uh, uh, pulled out uh, the other day. Yeah. And in front of one house, there were seven deer. Oh, yeah. In front of one house. I mean, and honestly, then, it's like the squirrel population. Yeah. I mean, there's the, the amount of deer, like the amount of squirrels. Like, they're everywhere. It's nerve-wracking. And they're not afraid of humans no. or anything or cars. They just look at they me. They don't I'm, really get out of the way. No. <laughs> they're, like, within a few feet from me, and they're just looking at me. And I I'm, know. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, do not run out in front of me. I know. And, and so, you know, I'm really surprised about, you know, the deer population it, there. And, you know, I... <laughs> Need to thin the herd. I okay. know, I know. You hate to say it, but <laughs> no, I don't. I, know. I don't hate to say it. I know, but when I love, th- I love animals. I know. Okay, we don't get do. me wrong, but th- there are so There's many people many. back there, and I know. I know one house in particular likes to feed them. Uh, yes. <laughs> There's a few no, that like to few. feed them. There's a few. I've got yeah. one friend that does, and I try not to tease her too much because yes. I like her as a friend. <laughs> <laughs> but then there's another lady that I know. Yeah. She has a house. I don't really know her, but yeah. I know that uh, Mill Pond, we have a rental across the street. Yeah. So I check on it a lot. And um, and and she feeds them. And so, and those, that's, that's right. where they're all hanging out. And so, you know, I, I can't stress enough to stop feeding the deer. Yeah, they got enough to eat. That, they really do. To eat here. I know. There's lots of woods and natural things. And then when you make them dependent on you. Yep, nope, stop doing it. I, they're not going to go eat grass and yeah. weeds or whatever they eat. They're going to wait for that pumpkin. So, they're going to wait for the corn. They're going to wait for the, you know, it's like I'm not going to go to McDonald's if I know I'm going to the chop house. <laughs> You know, I'm not eating bark today when I can have <laughs> filet mignon. Correct, you know? exactly. And so, you know. <laughs> so I lived in that area for a while, and I used to do a segment on WZZM called Try It Before You Buy It. Oh, yes. I and, love that. I love that. And segment. it was um, it was a product that you spray on some of your flowering things uh-huh. that, to keep the deer away. Oh, right. So I wanted to try it because the deer there were eating everything. I had uh-huh. beautiful roses and different things. And the right. deer kept eating them. Oh, yeah. So this spray was like some sort of dried bovine blood or like, I, don't ask me, but it was some sort of dried blood. Oh. And you, I know, but they sold it at a local, um, yeah. like, nursery. Right, sure. And so you would just spray it on your plants, uh-huh. and the smell of it was like, 
like you couldn't smell it as a human, but like the deer, the deer could smell. Yeah. I mean, it had an odor to it, but not something that would like you know oh, get right. rid of it. Right. Um, so I sprayed it on there, and sure enough, it worked. Oh wow! So look for that, you guys. I don't know what it's called because I'm not you know here promoting a product, but, but if you are living in that area and the right. deer are taking care of business, um, there is this spray. Uh-huh. Um, so just look for that. Yeah. I also heard. Was it marigolds that you're supposed to plant I around your too. stuff? Yeah. Because yeah, then they, they won't. Like, yeah. They don't like the smell of marigolds because who does? Right. Um, but exactly. If, if you kind of put them throughout your landscape, that the deer will stay away. I don't know. I didn't try it, <laughs> but I'm willing to try it. Right. Right. You oh, know? sure. Um, uh, speaking of deer, you know, uh, in Virginia, in a in a small town uh, called Forest, Forest, Virginia, uh, uh, the owners of a uh, boutique called Penelope. Uh, had a deer crash in the front window the other day uh, while employees and customers were inside. Came right through the window, crashed Shut right through. Ouch. And they were all scared to death because they, <laughs> they didn't know, you know, uh, what it was because everyone was busy. You know, yeah. all of a sudden you see this crash. Um, was it I a buck? The deer explored the store for some time okay. before before <laughs> three men that were walking by were able to lure it outside. I guess the deer's attentions were focused on a mirror in the back of the store. Thought it was somebody to hook up with. No, it's trying on a dress. (laughs) You know, wanted to check itself out. I thought it was mating season and they were looking for a. Oh, that could be. That could be. You Mm -hmm. know, sometimes I get lost in the mirror myself. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Who's that handsome devil? Oh, my gosh. Hey, what are you doing later? You know. Uh, there was uh, very little damage to the store. It was very minimal. <laughs> and uh, thanks to the three guys that escorted them out, what they did was they turned off all the lights. Oh, yeah. And uh, so the deer couldn't see it. So reflection. the deer stopped hitting on himself. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and uh, and so they escorted the deer out. So <laughs> so I, I thought that was a very uh, funny tidbit. Yeah. Um, speaking of animals, you know, watch your dogs. Um, you know, pay attention to where they're at. Um, you know, if you're driving down a street or whatever, uh, there are many times that, you know, we get used to letting our dogs out all the time yeah. and, uh, dogs will dart right out in front of you. You know, I, know. I was reading a Facebook post, uh, I think it was an Allegan or Holland, one of those informed pages, local yeah. informed pages. And the owners were very upset about the person that had hit their dog, oh. but they live on a busy road Shoot. and I don't, and of course it is upsetting. You know, of course, you know, a pet, you, you become yeah. so close to dogs. I know, I know, you know, I'm not a dog owner, but even my mom's dog that she had for years, when Isla passed, I mean, I was heartbroken. Yeah. And yeah. so, you know, you, you get to attach them. So pay attention to so them. watch your dogs. Watch your dogs. Oh, um, that, the, uh, my, this was another story the other day. Michigan dog on the loose for nearly a week was uh, found after it had traveled seven miles on the ice of a frozen bay oh. there in Bay City. Um, uh, it was uh, uh, late last month um, uh, while the owner's dog was visiting Ann Arbor. She left the dog with her dad, and uh, the dad t- or the dog took off, and her father tried to run out and get him, and it just kept going, kept going, oh, kept shoot. going. Um, they ended up getting uh, a couple of uh, the snowmobiles um, and were able to get out to the ice and, and bring the dog back. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, yeah, you know, they have those, those invisible fences and those seem to work really well. I don't, I don't know how, you know, the technology or anything, but I have, 
a couple of uh, friends and, and, and acquaintances that I know that use them. I know. And they say they work really well. Yeah. So we're yeah. a very dog-friendly town. Oh, my goodness. I mean, we are. You know, you go out in front of the shops and you see water and, yeah. and treats. And I know when I had Del Sol, I had a, 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 a regular crowd that would come in dogs that would come in and i'd visit with ken truster when he had his dog yeah and uh when he first moved to town and and uh and it was always a thing to visit the shopkeepers you well know? and it's great because people come to town and you can actually take your dog out on you know our patio and have right. lunch right. and like have drinks with your dog right there and you don't feel like you have to leave your dog at home right right there are some outside places like um yeah. uh, uh wally's where you yeah. can bring your dog while you have a little bit of lunch. It's and, great. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It really is great. Yeah. Um, you know, we've got a really good show coming yeah. up. Um, we've got a tri- CJ said he's got trivia for us. So. Oh, okay. The last time Super I was here, it was hard. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what he's got <laughs> cooked up. Is it something we can guess? Yeah, right. Is it March Madness related? Uh oh. Okay. Oh, see, you would get March Madness. I do you okay. would beat me. Well, I do all I'm right. I'm sure you would. I do all right. Yeah. 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 I, I don't know what March Madness. When I think March Madness, <laughs> I think Alice in Wonderland or something. I, you know, I, yeah, hey, I had a, a feeling that's where you were going. <laughs> Why do I know your brain? Oh, no. I'm scared. <laughs> Listen. We've got a lot of events coming up uh, here in March, and I'm happy to hear the parade is on. Yay! The St. Patty's Day Parade. It was uh, gone for two years, mm-hmm. and it's back Pandemic. this year. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about more events. We're going to talk about trivia, I guess. And CJ, I guess it's a slew of holidays today. Um, and uh, CJ was rattling a bunch off, and I'm trying to get all my paperwork together for the show, and I'm like, wait till the show. Wait until later. Yeah. I'm not paying attention. Yeah. There's a lot of, even, even uh, a, Oreo. It's Oreo Day. Happy oh, Oreo Day. Oh, thank goodness so you for that. See, hear that, Nabisco? I gave yeah. you a shout-out. You can send a check <laughs> to P.O. Box. <laughs> Listen, mm. uh, we've got a lot of great things coming up. Uh, grab another cup of coffee. It's going to be a short break, and my wonderful co-host, Lauren Stanton, will be back. Sounds good. This is Gregory <laughs> Muncy here on Saga Talk on Sunday. We'll be right back after these messages with Borrowed Time. Kevin Whiteford, events, and all the latest gossip here in the Saugatuck Douglas area. We'll be right back. We're back. Gregory Monsey here with my wonderful co-host, Lauren Stanton. Hi. Really good to be here. You used to be a media megastar. <laughs> megastar. <laughs> Minor star. Yeah, right. And, um, and, of course, she owns the Retro Boat Rentals, the old boathouse. She's also city council woman as well. Um, you're listening to Saugatuck on Sunday. We do this live from downtown Saugatuck above Land Sharks here on the Lake Shores, 92.7 yes. The Van. Yeah, we, we have so much fun here. Yeah, our coffee. your coffee is super hot. It, I burned well, my tongue. The, oh, ooh, yikes. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> it I'm is, like, okay, blow on it. I love the, it. It's the Hawaiian Kona. Yeah. And it's from Shules. Oh. And, uh, and they're, they're out of Grand Rapids. And you can get, uh, you can get it freshly um, uh, ground there at the Butler Pantry. They've got all kinds of flavors. Okay. I've got caramel and all kinds of different flavors. Delicious. Like. Yeah, it is a good coffee. Really good. It's, it's the Kona. 
Yeah. It's Dakota. <laughs> and uh, uh, I want to welcome you back. We've been talking about events coming up. Uh, it is time for the annual Erin Go Bark Parade. It's back. Yay! I know. Erin uh, Go Bark Parade was created by Ginger Wilkinson, Erin's yes. mother, uh, who named it the Erin Go Bark Parade in honor of her daughter Erin because Erin's birthday is on St. Patty's Day. That's right. So what's yeah. really cool about this year is St. Patrick's Day, I believe, is on a Thursday. Yeah. But we're celebrating it the Saturday before and the Saturday after where there's a pub crawl. That's right. So there's like two different events that are bookending St. Patrick's Day, I let alone St. Patrick's Day. So I think it's great. I and know. Any reason to have fun and have a parade. <laughs> and, and, uh, and now, of course, there'll be an informal pub crawl on the 12th as there yeah. usually is with yep. the restaurants and uh, John O'Malley from IHS he helps to facilitate that and that'll be after the parade um, uh, the parade uh, lineup is at Wicks Park on March 12th that's this coming Saturday yeah. March 12th and that's going to be at uh, Wicks Park there on Water Street you'll line up at 1230 Yep. And the parade starts at 1 p.m. So we like to tell everybody about this because not only can you watch the parade, but you bring your dog right. and dress your dog up in any St. Patrick's outfit green from head to toe and then be a part of the parade if you want to or just spectate. Yep. And that's that's what this parade is about. It's like, uh, you oh, know, sure. dogs oh, sure. on display. Sure. It's like, yeah. And, yeah. and so and not only dogs, though, we've had chickens. We've had, we have, there's this one kid that brings a caged chicken, okay. and I, I think they put green food coloring on it or something. Oh. Um, <laughs> a pig, we've had a pig. Okay. Um, so, you know, whatever pet you've got, bring your yes. goldfish. Your cat. Your cat. Yeah, you know, on a leash. On a leash, yeah. yeah. why not? I mean, cats don't do well on leashes. I mean, some, some do. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, like, do. we just don't want to discriminate. Bring uh -huh. your cat if you want to, uh -huh, uh -huh. you know. Yeah. But I love it. It's just a fun way to kick off the St. Patrick's season. It, it really is. And it's a whole day of fun here on Saturday, March yeah. 12th. You'll want to, you know, if you're thinking about staying overnight, you know, you'll want to get your bookings now because mm -hmm. uh, a lot of people do that. Even people that live in Grand Rapids, Kalamazoo, yeah. they all, you know, want to spend the night and hang out with all of us here. You so. know what I saw the other day? I was walking around town and there was a rental that had a hot tub and a group of ladies were hanging out in the hot tub. And I was like, yes, yeah. you guys are doing it right. Yeah, exactly. That's what you do in the spring in Michigan when the weather's not quite right. You get the hot tub. Yeah, oh, definitely. <laughs> and, yeah, hot tubs are a lot of fun. I, I, I've noticed that with a lot of our rentals at Mill Pond okay. that um, uh, that's a big selling point. Yes, People like, especially this time of year when like you can't go swimming, you can't go to Lake Michigan, you know, but you uh -huh. can get in the hot tub and enjoy. Uh, do you have a hot tub? I do. Oh, do you really? I do, oh, is Gregory. It, is it outside? Or is yeah, it, it's so, outside. Okay, so we I can break it. into it when you're out of town. That's right. I'll show you how to get in. Um, so it was one of those things that we had purchased before the pandemic. Uh -huh. um, my kids play football and we thought, okay, this will be good for them. You know, that whatever. We just wanted to treat ourselves because we work all summer long. You know, every right. day of the week in the summer, we wanted to treat ourselves. And thank goodness we bought that because when the pandemic hit, we had a social life. Like, Okay, let's go to the hot tub. Yeah, like, right. Exactly. You know, that's all we could do. It's like, but we had something to do. You it's know? like, yeah, it's like, yeah, it's like a vacation. You know. know. Uh, <laughs> Listen, there were desperate times, right? Yeah, they were. They, they really were. We turned CJ and Kimberly's front yard into a bar. I know. <laughs> 
<laughs> people would pass by, and it was the only we way. We would offer drinks. It was we the only offer... way to socialize then, yeah, it was. is to be outside, because, uh-huh. you know, we were worried about things. Right, and, right, yeah, right. it was great. And, uh, yeah, you mentioned a whole weekend of things happening, um, because, or a whole week, actually, mm-hmm. from weekend to weekend. Because the following weekend, you said, is the other pub crawl. It's yeah. Operation Hope for Allegan Youth and the Douglas Park Project. They're teaming up to bring you a super fun pub crawl. And here's what you need to know. It's a $30 pub crawl card, and it can be purchased at Wicks Park Bar on the 19th, on March 19th, between 12 and 1. And uh, you can pre-purchase your card by emailing Operation Hope for Allegan County at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. You'll hit six of the participating bars on that Saturday, the 19th, and you'll receive a punch from each bar. And then you return your card to Wix no later than 6 p.m. So, you know, um, that gives you plenty of time to linger because it starts at noon and you got until 6. So (laughs) so So, that gives you about an hour at each bar, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh And then then your name goes into the raffle for the big prize, right? That's right. Um, They're doing a prize. You're going to get a Yeti cooler. I love those things. I know. Um, I I don't have one um, because I had just bought a cooler like – two years prior mm-hmm. from the land sharks, which is like the Cadillac of coolers. Yes. And so I was like, no, I'm not, yes. I, I'm not getting the Yeti yet. But when I do make my replacement, yeah. you know, cooler, it's going to be a Yeti. Yeah. Um, they are great. I love my Yeti cup. Um, the, uh, my mug where I keep my coffee yeah, and, yeah, and uh, yeah. it keeps it warm for like hours and hours. Or, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Forever. Um, now, but also along with the Yeti, uh, cooler, it's going to be packed with business gift cards. I know. The value of $600. Goodness gracious. Yeah. Raffle tickets available the day of for additional prizes as well. So there'll be more prizes. And, uh, so you'll be able to buy raffle tickets for that. Now, the best part of all. All the money will be split between Operation Hope for Allegan Youth and the Douglas Park Project. Yeah, they've done some great things. They with have. the new park equipment mm-hmm. at the um, Beery Field. And at Schultz. And at Schultz. Yeah, uh, and th- th- I guess they've got another phase to go through, too. That's so what I, got, yeah. yeah. So they're raising more money to they're make doing great things. the parks. Yeah. And, you know, that's what it really takes. Uh, yep. You know, a bunch of local people to make things happen. Yeah. I mean, you know, when you go through the city for something that you want, you know, there's lots of lots of things that you have to consider is that, you know, first of all, a city usually puts out their budget for the year already. Right. Right. So you already know exactly where the money is going to be spent. So when somebody comes up with an idea that, well, you know, we want you to give money to this or we want an ice rink or we want yeah, this yeah, or yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. It's not so easy. And right. If it does happen by the city, it's something that takes time. Yes. It can take several years, yes. you know, if, if you know, something's <laughs> happening. You know, we, we, and we've seen things happen, you know, like, well, you remember the uh, the new uh, idea for the band shell. Right. You know, not everything, you know, works out, you right. know, the way we think it's going to. So, yeah. but when you make the initiative as a volunteer, as a yeah. nonprofit or volunteer organization. And raise the money. Or just a citizen. Yes. And raise the money yourself. Mm-hmm. Well, money talks. Yeah. And nobody's going to argue with new playground equipment right. because it was desperately needed. Right. And uh, and they did a great job fundraising throughout town. They really Because everybody, did. you know, donated to that project. Yep, yep, so, yep. They really yep. did. Uh, speaking of projects, uh, Butler Restaurant over mm-hmm. there. Wow. How about that? Man, that's going to be cool when that's all done. Yeah. Yeah, it, the double-decker 
um, deck that's going to be out there. It's just amazing how big it is. Yeah. Um, I've heard rumors that it's going to seat up to 300 people. Goodness gracious. Wow. wow. Where yeah. do they get behind the parking? Where will they park? Well, but, when, <laughs> but don't we say that anyway all yeah, the time? Yeah, we do. Um, uh, 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 that's so, why we have the inner urban. That's right. Thank you, inner urban. Well, I think it's a good yeah. idea if you're spending the summer day here yeah. to park your car in Douglas. Oh, that's a great idea. And hang out in Douglas. You know, check out yeah. Borrowed Time. Check out, you know, that's, well, the only pet store between the area, Saugatuck and Douglas, is in Douglas. Yeah. So Lakeshore Pet Boutique. Oh, it's great. And, and so, you know, hang out. Douglas a little bit, then take the bus over. Yes. Only a dollar. Yeah, and they pick you up. I mean, there's just, uh, it's constantly going around town. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, you can call them and they'll just come get you. They're usually there within 15 minutes or yeah. so and uh, take you wherever you want to go. Oh, it's a great idea. Yeah, so there's lots of uh, solutions, creative solutions mm-hmm. for parking. Park up at the high school. That's yep. what we all tell people. It's now, not that far. When we get far. closer to Memorial Day, I'll do what yeah. I did last year. I will be giving away my parking secrets. Mm. I have a couple spots in Don't town you dare. Don't you dare. Don't, don't give them away. No, 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 no. I'm going to. <laughs> I have parking secrets, too, and I will not share them. People want to know. <laughs> and I've got to keep my listeners on the edge so that they'll tune in next week. You know? I know. I have to tell my customers <laughs> sneaky spots to, you know, park because it's hard. Yeah. yeah. We find yeah. we give them the sneaky spots. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, not to, uh, also Saturday, March 19th. Well, first of all, uh, I wanted, wanted to mention, give a shout out next week on the 12th. Is going to be the pancake breakfast oh, over yes. the Knights of Columbus over at St. Peter Parish there in Douglas. Great. Uh, for $6, all you can eat pancakes. Yum. I mean, so and they do that good. at 8 o'clock, uh, 8 in the morning. And um, and so you can go in there, what is it, between 8 and 10 or 8 and 11. Don't you miss those kind of things? Uh, yes. You know, like the, the fish fries and the pancake dinners yes. and the spaghetti dinners. And, yes. You know, yes. I love that. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad they're back. Yeah, I am too. Uh, th- and then th- Saturday, March 19th, we are talking about the pub crawl thing. Now, before you go to the pub crawl, you can take your kids over to the Saga Tech Center for the Arts. Oh. Because it's the Mountain Fest Film, Mountain Film Festival. I know. And I always want to call it Mountain Town Film. Mountain Town There's film. not a town in it. It's film. just Mountain Film. Mountains are filming Ma- and film the mountains or something like that. Either way, it's cool. It's really cool. Yeah. It's, uh, they're short uh, uh, films um, and... and uh, and they also have a special kids thing at 9:30 a.m. where you've got more uh, kid-friendly, uh, uh, kid-friendly, family-friendly mountain film shorts that will be shown in our boutique performance studio. Cool. They, what, what is the boutique performance studio? It must be the, the smaller. They yeah. one of their smaller rooms. Yeah, they've got they've got quite a complex there. Yeah. You know that used to be an old pie factory. Yes. Turned into the Sagatuck Center for the Arts. It's a great venue for weddings and. All kinds of great things oh, yeah. uh, that they facilitate there. So um, you can go to their website at uh, sc4a.org. That's the number 4A, sc4a.org, to find out all of the schedule for the Mountain Film Tour because it continues the following weekend, Friday, March 25th, and Saturday, March 26th, with a whole list of movies and activities. I can't wait for farmer's markets at the SCA. Yes. That's one of the best yes. things. They've been kind of extending that out longer, too. Yeah. Now, last year, they did it on Tuesdays and Fridays. That's right. So yeah. we'll see if they do that again this year. I think year. so. I'm Stay excited. Stay tuned. That's the best. Stay tuned. Um, a couple of events. We've got some more events to uh, cover. But before we do that, um, I, I, I think it's time for trivia. Oh, okay. Uh-oh. 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 Excellent. I, th- I, I think... Test your skills. 
<laughs> I'm here for it. Yeah, yes. Last I, time you were here, you had a bad. There was a I bad know. draw of holidays. I know. Okay. Now and you said there's quite a few holidays well, today, huh? Yes. Yeah, and and uh, so here's the list of the bizarre national holidays that are today: uh-huh. uh, National Dress Day, National Frozen Food Day, National I'm a Fan. Che- of frozen food. I yeah. love frozen food yeah. myself. Yeah. National Cheesecake Day. He made a big cheesecake the other day that I did not get any of. Oh, I love cheesecake. Uh, it was so what, good. You guys were out of town. You were I, in Texas. Th- th- Fine. He always cooks when we're out of town. <laughs> <laughs> National White Chocolate Day. I don't, like I don't like white chocolate either. It's kind of waxy. Really Thank chocolate. you. It's, it's really waxy. Chocolate. It doesn't count. It, it's no. not And chocolate. it's too sugary tasting. It, there's no chocolate it in it. It doesn't taste like stop chocolate. It. Just stop it. Stop doing it. Stop calling yourself chocolates. <laughs> right. Right. Call yourself vanilla something. Yeah, vanilla. But, but <laughs> Yeah. There are only two kinds of cookies ever found at Gregory's. Do you know what the two kinds are? No. The animal crackers from Phil's. Oh, I love those. <laughs> and, and, and Oreos. And Oreos. Oh, I am a big Oreo fan. In fact, you know, I was house-sitting, yeah. uh, dog-sitting for Krista and Wes, and I had to get a big <laughs> box of Oreos, you know, uh, uh, make sure that I had my Oreo stock there. Today is National Oreo Day. So how, do you, how do you eat your Oreos? Okay, oh. so now, when I was a kid, I used to take them all apart. I'd yeah. get my little pile. Yes. And I'd take them all apart, and I'd scrape all the cream off of all of them, ate the cookies, and then I would have a mountain of cream. <laughs> okay, I don't know that many people did that. And then I would eat all of the cream. Oh. La, 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 la. I just liked unscrewing them. Right. Because you would have That's to. That's classic. What's, the, what's well, bad is if time. you unscrewed them and there'd be cream on both, you're like, the, the goal was to just get it on the one, one side. Right, exactly. And then you would kind of scrape it with your teeth or uh-huh. your tongue. Uh-huh. Oh, it's right. so good. Now, that's how so I eat them good. now. Um, that, that is how I eat them now. I, I pull them apart. But actually, you've got to be very careful because it's the twisting it's the that twisting. keeps it on both sides. That's right. You have to have if a twist. You don't twi- no, no, I'm telling you, if yes. you if you twist it, it's it's good. It's 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 not going to. Yeah, it's going to break. It, it it's going to break. Or what I do is I give it just enough oh, a tension oh, and a, I pry a, a pry. it. I so instead of a open. twist, you're I a prior. A, a, yes, I, you I, pry it. I pry it. Fine. Correct. <laughs> so I have ten Oreo questions. Oh! Ding 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 ding. ding. Uh oh. Okay. okay. And go, who's first? I, you can go first, Greg. Oh, I'm first. So I've got to take score here. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oreos right. are sold in a hundred countries and are blank. The most sold cookies in the world. B. The second most cookies sold in the world behind Animal Crackers, or third behind Chips Ahoy and Animal Crackers. It is A, the most sold cookie in the world. I know that. Okay. Uh-oh. Okay. You better watch it, Lauren. You better watch it. I know my Oreo. Oreos were originally introduced in what year? 1912, 1946, or 1965? 65. 1912. Ooh, oh, I know. I know. Where? In New where? York. New York. New York? Yeah, uh huh, yeah, yeah. New York, New, New York. York. Uh, uh, it's karaoke. <laughs> it's karaoke morning here. <laughs> Too much coffee. Too much coffee. Yeah, right. Okay. Uh, in 1912, they were called A, Oreo cookies, Oreo biscuits, or Oreo sandwiches. Oreo sandwiches. That is incorrect. Oh, was oh. it biscuit? It's biscuit. The, oh. it was, they were made by the National Biscuit Company. That's right. Oh, Nabisco. Nabisco. Ding. Man, we totally grew up in the same time frame, didn't we? Yeah, we did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Love the 90s. <laughs> Oreos now come in many flavors. <laughs> True or false? 
originally was released with two flavors, lemon meringue and the vanilla cream. Uh, false. No, true. They, no, they, 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 had they stuff with, I okay, that. with lemon, and then lemon was dropped in 1920 or something. They were Isn't that funny? Trash. Yeah, right. <laughs> I know, exactly. Now, isn't that funny? Uh, with the chocolate cookie, they decided to put a lemon filling. Ugh. I thought that was odd. Yeah. Well, everybody now, didn't like it. Now I did have I did have an affair with the what? yes with the lemon Oreo. The lemon for quite lemon. a while. Did you? I did. It was a thing for a while. But I then I went en- back to the regular. I do enjoy a lemon cookie, but don't put chocolate in it. Like, yeah, right. Don't combine yes, the two. Yes, thank you. Yes. Oh, gosh. We're I knew so there was a the reason I liked age. you, Lauren. <laughs> <laughs> How much cream is made for the Orioles every year? How much uh, cream? Yeah. 25 tons, 50 tons, or 125 tons. Now, we're talking about the most... You know, when you say 50 tons and you say 125 tons, I don't see much of a difference. No, meaning You know, because a ton, that's a lot of cream. I'm going to go for the Gusto because it's the most popular, 125. Yes, yes. Ooh, two to nothing. Yeah. (laughs) I'm winning. I'm kicking your butt, Lauren. You started first. Whatever. (laughs) (laughs) And he is an expert. How many total Orioles are sold Ever. From beginning of time to now, how many Orioles have been sold? From the sold? beginning of time. Well, 1912. Mm-hmm. Okay, right. Yeah. Okay. A, $5 billion, B, $50 billion, or C, $500 billion Orioles. For heaven's sakes, $50 billion. 500. Okay. Oh, wow. If lined up, they would circle the earth 381 times. For heaven's sake. Are you sakes? kidding me? Yeah, 381 you times. Yourself. You have like a lap and a half yourself. Well, that's probably true. Oh, wow. You know, again, I cut back about two years ago. You had to cut back I, on Oreos? Well, I changed my diet in a lot of ways. Five. I drink more water. I don't drink as much at night, or I don't eat as much at night. <laughs> I was going to um, say, you Oreos don't drink as that. much at night. Well, ha <laughs> 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 COVID changing. Changed my all drinking habits, you know. know. Um, but um, no, um, uh, and and uh, but I I stopped eating as uh, much Oreos. I would at at I mean for at my peak of Oreo consumption, would go through a half a box per sitting. Oh yeah, that's a row and a half. That's a row and a half. That's a lot. That's too many. But now, but you, I I've changed it. I've gotten older. My right. body talks to me now. Yes, and, and regularly so, stop it. Regularly stop eating all that. <laughs> and so I have like three or four Oreos now before I get to yeah, bed. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> My son likes to, we crush them up and put them in uh, ice Ooh. cream. like, And there we do go. like a flurry at oh, home. Yes. We do that a lot. Ooh, yum. Yeah. Yum. Yep. Okay. Oreos, wh- Oreo name. What did the Oreo name come from? A, the daughter na- daughter's name of the Nabisco founder. B, the city of New, New York where they were founded. Or it's a mystery and no one knows. It's a mystery and nobody knows. Oh, How do you know these things? I, that you was, did, a, was guess, a good Because first yeah. of all, who's who's going to name their kid Oreo? No, it's not. <laughs> well, probably today. Yeah. Because people put, give their kids some funky names. So this I wouldn't be surprised. This is true. I wouldn't be surprised if there's a kid out there called Oreo because maybe they were <laughs> maybe they were conceived while they were while eating they- Oreos. <laughs> You know, that's some sexy time. Okay, honey, hand me another Oreo. Are you done yet? You know, I want to ask them how they eat theirs. I don't think they're the twisters. Either. Right, right. <laughs> um, but uh, but uh, uh, yeah, go ahead. Last question: True Last or false? Question. Weird Al Yankovic did a song about Oreos, the white stuff. It was based on the new kids in the black, the right stuff. I'm gonna go with true. That is true. Oh, really? I didn't hear that one. Twinkies and ding dongs. White stuff. Yeah, yeah. got it, baby. 
So you're going to have to look that one up. You're turning us into cigarettes. Three to one. Three to one. Three to one good, good, no, that's it. That's the end. Okay. That was really – yeah, that was fun. That's all of it? That's more fun than purses. I like that color shirt you've got on. My, my, the green one? Yeah, uh-huh. it really yeah, brings yeah. out your eyes. I have, oh, don't have green nice. eyes. No, but you oh, have blue eyes. But it does, does it bring out his eyes? Yes, it See? totally uh, does. I'll have to wear more green shirts. Yep. Yeah, you'll yep. probably have to do that. Oh, I wanted, oh yeah. I wanted to ask you something else. You okay. always mention all your things you do at all your sponsors' house, all your sponsors' businesses. businesses. You do the flowers. Yeah. You do the rentals. Uh-huh, yeah. You do uh, interurban. You're on the board. Yeah, uh-huh. What do you do at Charming Saga? You, you drink their liquor. Okay, so first of yeah, all, you're, first you're of consuming all, consuming when you're there. First of all, doing a lot of consuming. I do a lot. Uh, I do a lot of consulting there. <laughs> no, really. And I have oh. never given you an invoice for my consultation services. Yes. And how many times? Yes. How many times have I stopped a train wreck there because <laughs> because of a decision like uh, a tile? <laughs> uh, you know, uh, when they're painting, oh, how to hang drapes, you know, oh, you know, yeah. so, you know. Yeah. I, okay, thank you. That was good clarification. Sure. I also help decorate at Christmas time. <laughs> Don't even get me Don't started. Don't get me started oh, on I'll, what I do I'll for put a you. List. I will make a list. <laughs> <laughs> um, a couple things with the, what, what's new with the city? Well, before we get, you know, we're already getting into the 8 o'clock hour already. Yeah. And we've got uh, Kimberly Bale, Kim, or is it Kim Bale? What do you prefer? Kim, she likes Kim. Kim. I, I, I say that because, you know, my friend Kimberly and then Robert Mayo, they just walked in, and they're going to be on after the next commercial segment. We're going to learn a little bit more about Borrowed. I Have saw you been them. on the show before? No. This is oh, this is exciting. Their first time. I saw them walking their dog yesterday, yeah. and I thought, oh, they're going to open up their patio, their porch area, yes. um, because it was so warm and delightful yesterday. It's beautiful. And sure enough, I saw a post that they opened up for, oh, awesome. so people could sit outside yesterday. Oh, awesome, awesome, awesome. They're going to be on the show. Um, things, anything, any updates with the city? No. <laughs> um, uh, I see the DPW is getting a new truck. Yeah, we uh -huh. had we had to approve a bunch of new vehicles coming up that mm -hmm. we might not see for a couple of years because we had to get in the queue, if you will, right? Um, to get in because you know they're having vehicle shortages, mm -hmm. things, you know, supply chain stuff. Mm -hmm. So we had to get in for some of these vehicles that we might not see for you know a couple of years. Uh -huh, so uh -huh. we just needed to get in the running for those. Uh -huh. So yeah, we approved. A oh, whole nice. bunch of money for a bunch of new trucks. I know. It yeah. was much needed. Um, yeah. You know, really, um, uh, those guys, uh, you know, they work hard and uh, they, their trucks are kind of old. Well, what happened? One was from 2009. He's got, he's got a newer one. Yeah. That he but got not the too long salt, ago. The salt will erode vehicles like right. crazy. So it just rusts things out. And it's just, you know, not a lot of miles because, you know, we're a small town, uh -huh. uh, but a lot of, you know, wear and tear. Uh -huh. So we uh -huh. had to replace those. City manager Ryan Heiss was on vacation. Yeah. I was following his Facebook pages, <laughs> uh, his Facebook post and all that. Yeah. And it uh, looked like he had a great time with his family and all that. He'll be on the show next week. Oh, good. And uh, so I'll try to pull out some information from him as yeah. well. Yeah. So we just yeah. did his, you know, first evaluation. Oh, that's right. That's his first year with uh -huh. us here in Saugatuck. How did that go? Oh, it's fantastic. Fantastic. I oh, mean, we're great. just, he's a very organized individual, uh -huh. yeah. which we needed uh -huh. and very, um, you know, goal oriented uh -huh. and, you know, it just really helps that he's friendly and approachable as uh -huh. you know. Yeah. Um, so I think it's been a great year yeah. having Ryan on. Yeah. He's easy on the eyes too. Well, 
I wasn't going to say it. Well, I just said it. I, I was think... I was at the gas station the other day filling up when he got yeah. into town. And it was Mr. Muncie, and he, he called out to me. And, and I'm <gasps> so glad to see you. I wanted to give him a hug because yeah. I missed him. Did you get red in the face? I just wanted to give him a hug. Did you get red in the face because uh, yeah. he's kind of attractive? He is. <laughs> He is, and he's so friendly, too. You know, usually when you see super attractive people, you know, they're like, they don't have time for us ugly people. Well, you wouldn't know what I'm talking about, Lauren. Yeah, but, uh, but um, yeah. yeah, I just melt in Do his you, eyes. I kind of I thought that. I thought that would happen. Um, uh, so, yeah, he'll be on the show next week, Good. and uh, we've got a band on as well. Lots of fun things going on. Fun. Um, uh, as far as uh, events go, you know, we talked about um, the uh, Mountain Film Festival. Yes. And, and that's coming up as well. But, you know, there's a lot of local stuff every weekend going on. You've got live music at Wicks Park Bar and Grill. She does it every yes. weekend. Um, we had her on the show um, a couple weeks ago talking about the outdoor uh, dining. That's back this yes. year. And, yes. And uh, I like the idea that you guys are charging a fee, making the owners a little bit responsible for their space. Yeah, when we originally did it, it was, you know, to help bars and restaurants uh -huh. because of the pandemic. COVID. They were shut down. Right. And, you know, at the point where we passed that in the city, they were still at 50% capacity oh, wow. where they could only have, you know, half their restaurant full. Mm -hmm. So we needed to help them in that way. And now we liked it so much we wanted it to stay forever right. because we wanted more outdoor dining options and more seating options. Because as you know, in Saugatuck, you can wait for a long time waiting for uh -huh. um, a table right. for dinner time. Yeah. So to have more tables available was always a better wait. You know, there's always a reason for that wait. Uh, I'll tell you. Yeah. I'll tell you. We were at the convention in at the DeVos Center, and it was lunchtime, so yeah. we wanted to go get lunch. And it's Saturday, and the weather was so beautiful. Every restaurant we went to for lunch was packed. Yes. And I mean, it was just really busy. And so we we stopped at this one place first. I won't mention any names, and it was kind of slow. Oh. We thought, oh, well, let's go in there. Well, there's these other restaurants that look more interesting. Let's go check out those restaurants. And they were all packed. 45-minute wait. 45-minute wait. Yeah. So I found myself much like, you know, a tourist going, you know, in town here, <laughs> going, oh, there's nowhere to eat. I've yeah. got to wait 45 minutes. So we ended up going to the place where we could sit down right away. And it wasn't as good, huh? And yeah, that's exactly <laughs> the places where I was you going. have to wait usually mean they're that good, right? And, and we're we're like, I know um, uh, one of the people at our dinner uh, at, at our table were like, "Who did they hire? Did they just get a bunch of people off the street?" Or I know it's hard. <laughs> it's hard right now. It's it really hard. Is. It really is. <laughs> um, we've got to take a break. Uh, CJ is playing my lead in music. He's saying, "Okay, Gregory, let's go. Let's Wrap cut it up. it up. Wrap it up." You're listening to The Lake Shores, 92.7 The Van. This is Saga Tuck on Sunday. This is Gregory Muncy with my wonderful co-host, Lauren Stanton. Don't go away. Grab another cup of coffee and come back because we've got Kim Dale and Robert Mayo from Borrowed Time. Great hangout in downtown Douglas. They'll be on next, and we'll find out what they've got planned for this year as well. We'll be right back after these messages. I didn't do my countdown like I should for CJ, so I was like, we're on, we're on. 
We are on Sagatuck on Sunday. Hey, thanks for waking up for us. Grab another cup of coffee. And uh, we're looking at my mug here. It does look like a, a creamer, doesn't it? It totally does. Right, you need to post here. that online so people know what we're talking about. Yeah, maybe I'll take a picture of it and put it on our Facebook page. Yeah, people need and, to uh, know this course. funky thing that you're It, it, it is quite funky. It's called the Relax Mug. And uh, uh, a very nice Uber driver was holding the mug and told him that she can't stop looking at it. She had three only had three dollars on her, so the owner sold it to her. Oh, okay. Um, it, and it was all an accident. See, he made this on mistake. Oh. Uh, as a mistake, as he was making these, and all of a sudden they're selling. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just don't get it. But I mean, I'm willing to give it a shot. I mean, it looks a little obscene, doesn't it? <laughs> Okay. I, you know, okay. slightly. Fine. Okay. <laughs> Lauren Stanton, you're my wonderful co-host. Thanks for being back. Yeah, thanks for having me. Uh, you guys uh, also, Retro Boat Rentals, you guys have uh, boats all over the country, don't you? Yeah, it's kind of fun. We just, um, we have now four boats in Tampa. Tampa. Yeah, so that's our newest place. So you're in Tampa. You help outfit these boats and you train everybody, right? Yeah. You're, you've got them in Tampa. You've got them in Austin. Yep. And Chicago. Chicago and mm-hmm. California. So we took the ones from California and put some of them in Tampa, Tampa. Okay. because out in California, eh, it was it was okay. It, they were getting kind of destroyed by the salt water, to be honest oh, with you. Oh sure. And it's fine. And I think we have some solutions. But basically, in Tampa, they're a little bit more protected, even though it's part salt water there too. Right. It's like that combo where it's like part fresh, part salt water. Right. Um, so but it, takes, it takes more time. Yeah. It kind of to, corrodes things, to be yeah. honest with you. So it's, it, but in Tampa, they're a little bit more protected and they're renting like crazy. So oh, it's awesome, good. Awesome. It's their busy season right now in oh, Tampa, yeah, yeah. you know, because people are spring breaking and oh, yeah, that's right. just going down, you know, from the snowbirds that all go down there. So the spr- tourism season is kind of right now for them. Yeah, that's right. Spring break yeah. time. Uh, speaking of time, we've got borrowed time in the house. Yay! Um, let's get that. Let's get that disco ball down and make them work the runway. <laughs> wow. Look, Look at them go. Oh, my goodness. Robert just threw her in the air. Woo! It's like dancing with the stuff. Wow. <laughs> well, look at their outfits. Imagination you have. The bling. <laughs> hey, uh, Kim. Kim and Robert Mayo from Borrowed Time. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having us. Yeah, yeah get up right up there on the mic. And, and uh, <laughs> yeah, so we can hear everything you're saying. Um, you know, we want to welcome you to the show. It's your first time here. Borrowed Time is that wonderful little spot on Center Street. And, uh, I mean, they've got a, every, a beautiful wine selection. Uh, you also have whiskey, right? A whiskey uh, selection as well. And, uh, the, and the food. The food is really awesome. Um, Kim and Robert, you've owned uh, Borrowed Time. You opened uh, Borrowed Time here in Saugatuck in 2016. That's where I met you. That's yeah. correct. Yeah, just around the corner. Yeah. And um, they expanded. I mean, that, that was such a small spot for them. And um, I bet you probably think the spot you're in now is small now because, I mean, (laughs) you guys really fill it up there. Yeah. I see it really busy there during the season. In season, yeah, Yeah. absolutely. Right now, obviously, it's a different story. But in the summertime, um, yeah, we absolutely needed more outdoor space to expand and fit people comfortably, especially when we had to keep them six feet apart. Yeah, when you made the decision to go from Saugatuck to Douglas, talk about that decision about – because it was a bit of a risk, right? I mean, it was a a big risk. Yes and and no. Uh, I think a lot of people thought we were taking a risk. I think we believed in what we were doing, and 
wherever we went, we had a, we had a base that we knew would follow us. Yeah. And as long as you do it, um, I think what feels right to you and what you love, um, we didn't, I, I don't, I didn't feel like we were worried about, uh, succeeding over there. Yeah. And it, and as you've seen, it's allowed us to keep growing and changing over there because there's so much unique fun space and yeah. we keep doing it and there's more of it going on right now. I so. love your space. It's just one of those comfortable places that you can hang out in your yard and just be comfortable, but also your food is so elevated that you feel like, oh, I'm having a fancy meal, uh, but I also have this really, you know, comfortable place that I can hang out. Yeah, um, that kind of evolved over time as well. We always wanted that comfort and, and cozy space and a way to introduce people to, you know, wine can be scary and a bunch of bourbons can be scary if you don't know anything about them. And right. often people will go with what they know and they're usual. So it's been nice to be able to have a comfortable environment to introduce people to new things, new usuals, but also partner with our current chef, Owen Clark, who's um, just really elevated the food. We never imagined that in 2016, and we wouldn't be able to had we not moved to Douglas. So. It really is good. It's, it's really a treat to get to get food by Owen. Uh, he's, he's so talented. He's very talented. Um, uh, Kim, you're originally from West Michigan? I am, Fenville, yeah, just around the corner. Graduate Rivals. of Fenville. Yeah. Now, what, 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 is, what is Fenville? What is the um, mascot for the high school? Blackhawk. That's right, Blackhawks. Yeah. Oh, very good. Um, now, you grew up here in the area. Robert, where did you grow up? Um, in the same area as you, Macomb County. Oh, Macomb oh, County! I didn't know nice. you were from my old stomping yeah, grounds. Heights. So you know, oh, so you know, uh, you know the Clem. You've been down in the Clem. Yeah, we call that Mount Clemens. Oh, uh, you're <laughs> you're from the uh, Sterling Heights, yeah. the land of Italians and Polish. Okay. Yeah, I mean it's all everything. Italian yeah. and Polish here, uh, but the yeah. big Polish uh, convention is there. Uh, what is that on DeQuinder or uh, the corner of DeQuinder? And I'm trying to remember the crossroads. Uh, Hamtramck's. Uh, the yeah. And you, oh, did you hang out in Hamtramck back no, in the what? day? <laughs> Only when I needed poonskis. Oh, right, okay. which was Fat Tuesday yeah. the other day. And that was like the home of the fat. Yeah. You know, well, they've got some little seedy bars there. That's why I asked. In Hamtramck? Yeah, well, I was told. Tell me more. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so uh, what made you come over here to West Michigan, Robert? Um, well, after high school, I went to Western. Oh, okay. I was a graduate from Western. Oh, yeah. Um, and from there, though, I've traveled all over, working all over. I was reading that. that you you've yeah. been you've been all over, uh, and you worked in other tourism department locations like uh, U.S. Virgin Islands and Charleston, South Carolina. Yeah, you lived at the in the U.S. Virgin Islands. I did. Oh wow, um, St. Thomas. Um, oh wow. I worked at an amazing restaurant called the Old Stone Farmhouse um, with uh -huh. a former Michelin star chef, and just definitely one of the spots that really uh, allowed me to experience some of the really cool concepts and ideas that we kind of partially bring to the table sometimes is being able to work for these great people um, and pull from them. Um, yeah. And same thing, Charleston, which is just an amazing food town. Um, you can really just uh, learn a lot from these people in the business that I've been able to work for. And, and then of course I, Lived in SF, San Francisco, and that's where me and Kim met. Oh, I was oh, going to say, okay. I wasn't sure where you guys had met. San so Francisco. you were working out in San Francisco, both yeah. of you. Mm -hmm. A really touristy bar on Pier 39, a sports bar with a tiki bar in the back, a little bit of an identity crisis. But it was always busy, <laughs> and, and we learned we could work together in high-pressure situations and uh -huh. also 
you know, developed a relationship. I guess he's okay. Maybe keep him around. <laughs> um, I decided well, he should be okay. You guys, uh, recent, well, I want to say recently, but I mean, to me, a year or two was recent. Yeah. Are, are you on your second anniversary coming up? Or? Uh, first, actually. First, yeah, first, first anniversary. anniversary. That's right. Yeah. So it's been one year. One year married. Congratulations. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. And Isn't it fun starting a business with someone that you're like, <laughs> We're in love, and we're starting a business. You did the together. same thing with John. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. yeah. That's one day, and then the next day, yeah, I'm like, I, that's it. I'm moving out. <laughs> I know. We have this business together. <laughs> right. It's frightening, right? So, right, right. congratulations, you guys. He has yeah. a lot of patience. Um, you guys, uh, I, I remember when I first visited your bar here in Saugatuck before you moved over to Douglas. You had a very unique bar. Um, yeah. and it, it's really cool the way that it was designed. And uh, and the bar over here is a lot like that too. Did you do that yourself, right, Robert? We we did it together. Yeah, uh, together. you're creative. Yeah, together. So creative. Yeah, very creative. We're, we definitely like to repurpose and create our own. Whether it's it might not be as refined as a professionally done item, but it has a lot of character. And um, we've repurposed headboards and a lot of old barnwood from her old family farm, mm -hmm. um, and just really want to try and just like our food and beverage create something that's a little bit different i like how eclectic your place has always been because right. you would always have different chairs and different tables and that's that's what i loved i thought yeah. that was part of the charm yeah um but you guys did a, a really cool expansion uh over the winter yeah yeah, yeah. let's talk about that uh, i've been sharing uh, on your facebook what did you guys do so um, we've done a lot in the past six months. Uh, we purchased the building next to us. Was that the gal art gallery, Correct. right? And yep. it was, uh, uh, I can't remember uh, the gentleman that, oh, Peter. Peter Gower. Yeah, yep. Peter Gower. Yep. Yeah, who's a great friend of ours. And yeah. um, we were able to purchase that when he moved and expand the business in um, a way to diversify. So not necessarily to add more restaurant seats, but we created a wine and beer shop. So now customers can come in and purchase some of the products that they love to get at our place for carry out. Um, oh. It's also allowed us to expand our by the bottle wine list. So oh. we now have a pretty large offering You're coming in for a nice um, dinner or something. You can kind of enhance your by the glass pour. We also opened up uh, the building is awesome. It's was a mid-1900s build and it's got a beautiful old fireplace room with just like ornate built-ins and we really took advantage of the moody atmosphere created a lounge for cocktails before or after dinner and then most recently in our main space we um kind of built a mezzanine yeah so if you've been in before in the very back um of the giant rectangular building it's there a was huge a, building huge, by the yeah. way and when you guys check it out on on, on center street there it really is it is it's a, a big tall rectangle and it just had these really tall dramatic ceilings which is great but kind of useless in terms of not having a second floor so right. we we built one um so now there's a kind of metal raw iron railing and you can dine and look down and see into the open kitchen into the bar so it created more of a cozy environment for the diners on the main level and then upstairs you kind of get this dimension where uh people have said oh they, it feels very european it, just because you don't see it very much yeah you uh, don't so it's, it's kind of made the space a little bit more um interesting i think it's so great uh -huh. yeah um what 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 is the philosophy behind the Specificity that what the, <laughs> the, your food and drink. What is what is the philosophy behind what you guys are creating over there? Because I mean, it's so your food. I, I can't even explain how good it is. I know. I, what is that? I had a BLT there or something. It yeah. was a, it wasn't a BLT though. It was like 
one of the best things I've ever had on the menu. And I don't <laughs> yeah. Owen will make things and I don't know what it is, but it's absolutely fabulous. Yeah, we have duck spaghettios on the menu right now. Duck spaghettios. Yeah, they're duck meatballs with yeah. and sp- so he really just takes things that are um kind of familiar and then puts a little twist on them. But yeah. 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 Everything we love trying new and unique things in the restaurant business. And that's kind of what we're trying to bring to the table is give you something that you can't get in most other dining establishments. So we started with more from the, the beverage side of things, constantly rotating our wines uh, and beers, um, unique varietals from all over the world. We've carried Lebanese wines and Greek wines and uh, uh, Turkey wine. We just yeah, picked yeah. up. Um, so constantly rotating, bringing you something that you just haven't seen. You're not selling um, Russian wine, are you? Uh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's, That's a hot topic. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then from the food side of things now, Owen's, yeah, I don't know how he comes up with some of these things. Right. Um, I, I think he just goes That's why I asked. And, I, it's hard for me to yeah. explain, you know, exactly, you know, his, his technique. And you guys do like, um, you do like dinner service. You have different events where you do dinner service. Tell me a little bit more about that. Because now you offer small plates regularly, right? Um, and then, but you actually do full uh, uh, dinners. Several yeah, courses. Well. Yeah. Correct. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, we really, when we go out to eat, we like to share just because then you get to taste more. So that's sort, sort of where we came from with the small plates. Uh, and we do offer that all the time. And it's great to see people take advantage of that. Mm-hmm. However, we do special dinners, often wine pairings, uh, just because it's very on brand. And uh, right. we'll do a five or six course where uh, maybe the focus is on a certain culinary region and then chef will drive the menu or maybe we're trying to focus on wines we've got a dinner coming up on april 14th to highlight south african wines because uh, we just went oh. there on vacation in january oh so, really yeah so we'll do a five or six course meal uh just pouring some of the unique wines that we got to taste and um interact with while we were over there and then based on those wines chef will say um what pairs with that and and he'll try and be unique and interesting but also approachable it's a twist on comfort food that's his style how he does it i don't know i swear it's intuitive (laughs) he does have some formal training but most of it just comes from his passion for uh you know creating things that make people happy yeah Mm -hmm. now you're you're currently open here uh uh tuesday through saturday from four to ten Right, Correct. right, right now. Yeah, and um, of course, those hours will probably increase as we get closer to um, the Memorial Day season. Yeah, um, you guys have that great outdoor, and you also have a great outdoor space where you have like adult games and stuff, right? Yeah, we uh, had to go away from that in uh, 2020, as oh, many right. things. However, yeah. we're thrilled to bring it back this year. Oh, yeah. Um, we've got some big plans for Adult the Jenga and things like that, like the big Jenga. Uh-huh. And, yeah. yeah. So we do have a great extended space that we haven't completely used, and this summer we're planning on using it all to bring back the games. I'm going to put in a bocce court. Awesome. Uh, we'll have a couple sets of bags and – and the Jenga, uh, we're actually planning on building a small bar out there. Oh, um, we actually were able to purchase two out of the three pieces of the old Red Dock bar. Nice. Oh, cool. And we incorporate that into the bar build outside. Yeah. Um, and just oh, people bring back love that, that loungy feel that we had at the original location. Yeah. Um, because there's a lot of people who still come back and miss that. Um, however, I mean, we've got this amazing food by Owen. Um, 
but now we want to bring back that fun loungy feel. And you have so. live music. Yeah, live yeah. music. Now with the, with all the games and all the things that you have going on out there, can I drop off my kids and go shopping? <laughs> <laughs> you know, is it is it like a big playground where I can drop off my kids? Uh, no. If you are in the habit of dropping your children off at a bar, go right ahead. <laughs> I don't think it'll end well. But you probably have to be 21 or over, right, to, to hang out back there because of the drinking, right? Correct. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That's typically what we do. It's a safety thing. And it's also just really wanting to provide another level of experience. Everything mm. we do is with intention. And it's not that we don't love kids, but it's really great to see adults letting loose and like having their kid moment mm -hmm. um, where if they were watching their children run around or other people are watching other people's children run around, it can change that dynamic. So yeah. I think it's so nice to be able to have an activity while you're having something to drink. Yeah. And so playing bags or doing something like that, it makes people stick around a little bit longer yeah. and have a few more drinks, right? Because yeah. yeah. you're enjoying that so. time and just, you know, and especially when you have music and that sort of thing, it's just a nice vibe. Absolutely. Well, you've got yeah. the park across the street. Yeah. They just had they had new uh, equipment. So yeah. what I would do is I'd drop my kids off there, <laughs> and then I'd hang out across the street and watch them. Exactly. You know, yell at them, get down off there! Get out of that tree! Well, and I'm Douglas does wife. have the social district, too. So we do have a lot of folks that will take advantage of that. Is that, is that still going on? Yeah. yeah. Did they continue that through the winter? Yeah, they made it indefinite. I, so Douglas was different than Saugatuck, mm -hmm. right? How you, how you did. Is, is that still going on in Saugatuck? The social district is still going on. On in oh, I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. If yeah. I had I known that, yeah, I would have been walk running around. the streets but, with alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> right. And it just, it, there are certain locations that have right. the license yeah, to I do that. Yeah, I know the butler is one There's of them. There's a few places. And, yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah. So oh, that, that's really, really. So cool. when you want to run the streets with alcohol, you have to buy it somewhere. You know, you can't just get it from your apartment and go or walk from, around. Or from CJ and Kimberly's house. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, uh, yeah, we're coming up, uh, you know, to the summertime. What what can guests expect to see from the borrowed time this summer? What are your plans? We talked about expanding the outside, and and uh, so you, you'll be opening up. Is the new part open already? The, the new uh, indoor space. The new indoor space. Yeah, yeah. Right. so we have the shop. The wine and beer shop is open whenever the restaurant's open, so it's kind of nice. You know, you have traditional shops that might close up at 5 or 6. Uh -huh. You can still come get your beer and wine to go from us until we close oh, nice. at 9 or 10. Um, the lounge is, is open. Um, the In the summer, I mean, we're bringing back more live music, so we'll have Friday night, uh, two sets on Saturday, and a set on Sunday. Uh -huh. uh, we'll have the expanded outdoor space, which is actually going to wind up being a separate entrance from our restaurant, so it'll be a really nice place to come and... Uh, have a drink before, after dinner, hang out if there is a long wait, um, as you were talking about earlier, yeah. we can often have. Um, we do take reservations for the restaurant and highly recommend them, particularly in the summer. It's mm -hmm. been really nice. I think people have enjoyed being able to um, guarantee when they get to come in and eat and not have to wait for 45 minutes. It helps to make plans, right? Yeah. Yeah. So great. Absolutely. People yeah, love definitely, it. Definitely. And we've got two major events um, that come up in the summertime as well that are super successful. Oh, yeah. You do rosé all day. Rosé all day. That is a big thing. Now, <laughs> yeah, now you started that when you were here at Saugatuck, we right? We did, yeah. And we... so it carried on. And, I mean, everybody loves this event. Mm -hmm. I hear people talk about it all the time. Yeah, we're lucky. Um, we had this crazy thought one night yeah. about what would happen if we just took all of our normal offerings away and only offered pink things. <laughs> so we tried it, and it turns out it's been our um, best year or best day of every year since. What day of the week is it? When is when is it yeah. coming up? Yeah. So it'll be our sixth annual. It's always the second Saturday in July. Okay. And, okay. Um, yeah, we pour. Yeah, we roughly 20 different rosés from we tried it. Once again, expand all over the world. 
um, varietals that you don't normally see uh-huh. uh, being rosé form. Yeah. Uh, we usually get uh, Jerobam, which is usually a, a bottle that's four times the size of a typical bottle, uh-huh. and we'll savor it and uh, just have a great time. Chef completely cha- pulls his whole menu and creates a menu just for items that pair well with rosé. We usually do a cocktail and a beer that yeah. is pink in color as well. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, but it's crazy that how many people have embraced all things pink on that day. It's well, rosé so- is very popular. Yes. Um, it's not going away. How, yeah. do you, how do you describe that? It'll be on July 9th this year, Correct. right? Yeah. So rosé all day, mark it in your calendar July 9th. It is a fun time at Borrowed Time when they do that. Yeah, and when you have that many different rosés, what are the different uh, oh, yeah. flavors? Yeah. I mean, you think, oh, it's all rosé, so it must all taste the same, but I know you guys, and you will tell us that there's a lot of difference in rosé. I think about it a lot in terms of like its own mini category. So you obviously have white wine, you have red wine, and then rosé can be just as diverse as anything in those major white and red categories. So it can range from really sweet and um, floral and tropical to very dry and um, kind of like cherry or strawberry fruit, very soft and elegant. Um, It's it's hard to discern. We have people, we do offer it by like the two ounce, three ounce pour. So we'll have people that come in and just take two hours and sip through as many as they can while still walking. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, you know, try them all. So I think it, it's a category that people really like to drink, but I don't think everybody really understands how diverse it can be. Mm-hmm. Mm. And rosé is perfect in the summertime. Oh my gosh. You know, because it's not it's as heavy. Definitely my go-to. Yes, mm-hmm. I love that. So you guys are entering, this is your, uh, what, uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seventh year? Yeah. Seventh summer. Wow, wow. So you guys, wow, you're, you're seasoned now. <laughs> I guess so, yeah. You blinked and it happened. Yeah, so. yeah. yeah. Uh, but, you know, I've got to say, when I first met you guys, when you first opened your place over here, you had the same level of professionalism that you still have today. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like that you knew your stuff back then that you do now. Uh, but I'm sure you've you've learned a lot as well. Yeah, it's constant learning, whether it's about the business, what people are looking for. Um, there are always new wine and food trends coming out. Um, so it's it's important to us, I think, that we keep learning and growing and changing. And um, it's exhausting, but it's <laughs> exhilarating at the same time. So this yeah. new wine that you brought over, you guys were on vacation. Where, where was it again? South Africa. South Africa. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even know they made wine in Africa. Yeah. 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 And and uh, so, so you went over there as a... Um, uh, so you went over there as a work thing, right? Yeah, then, it was largely. Yeah. We're doing research. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's we, what did you go on a safari or anything while you were there? <laughs> we did a couple day safari. Uh-huh. Um, saw the big five. Um, that was lions, tigers. Yeah. Did you a draft? Did you get draft. a draft? Oh. We actually got to have a cocktail in a, with about twelve of them. <gasps> what? Oh, really? It was perfect timing. Our drivers just, hey, if we park here, we can have our our. Um, they call they, them sundowners. Yeah, happy uh-huh. hour cocktail. cocktail. Okay, for the evening, and they're probably going to just stay there and and lunch. have a little lunch. And we were able to sit there and have a cocktail with the draft. That's kind of scary. <laughs> what a great safari! That's yeah. my kind of safari yeah. where yeah. you're like drinking it <laughs> in the middle of a safari. It's wonderful. <laughs> right? How cool is but that? Their right. wine country is amazing in itself. Uh, it's vast. So uh, I, I didn't realize how vast it was. Everywhere you go, just beautiful mountains, um, and and wine is very good. They're known mm-hmm. for drier reds, um, drier full-bodied reds, as well as um, fuller-bodied whites too. Okay, yeah, 
yeah. Chardonnay, Chenin Blanc. But really and that's what we'll see at your place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have a few in our shop right now, and then on April 14th, we'll have the dinner. Oh, awesome. okay. Oh, very nice. Um, that's coming up. It, yeah, that, that is coming up. Um, and now, um, you guys, you take reservations? Or we do, yep, and we strongly your... recommend them on the weekends right now. During the week, it's easy to drop in this time of year, but weekends, uh-huh. yeah. But weekends, reservations, <laughs> and you can do that from your website, right? You can, yep. Website or give us a call the old-fashioned way. That's borrowedtimesagatuck.com. Borrowedtimesagatuck.com. Dot com. That's where you can go online. You can also call them at 269-455-5256, right? Yeah, Like You still answer the phone? We do, yeah, <laughs> when we're open. <laughs> People these days don't answer. I call my best friend all the time, and she, she never picks up. Yeah. She's screening her call. Right, I know. <laughs> That's right. Do I want to talk to Gregory right well, now? Oh, she's not getting any Oreos from me. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, hey, you guys, it's been a pleasure having you on the show. And uh, so you'll be open today, right? Yeah. No, it's Sunday. Oh, we oh that's right. Yay. Oh, nice. Sunday, fun day. So you have a day off. Yes. Now, when we get into Memorial Day, seven days a week? Six, actually. We <laughs> we made the decision uh, four years ago now that mm-hmm. um, we want the whole restaurant to sleep for a day. So, oh, good. Well, you're usually closed on, on Monday or Tuesday in season. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, Very you good. needed it. It's hard. It's hard. I know uh, Robert's got a great. It's good hard. He's got a great sense of knowing, you know, what wine I want. You know, um, I guess because I've I've tried it out. I, I, I've gotten to the point when I do go to borrow time when I have the time. I just say, just find me a good red. And he yeah. does. That's actually our favorite question. We we love people because, to come in with an open mind. Yeah. And, hey, what yeah. do you normally like? I've got something new for you to try. Right. Mm-hmm. I like that attitude. Right. Well, I don't know much about wine. Me and either. when I first met these guys at Borrowed Time, I was not a wine person at all. Yeah. I don't consider myself a wine person, but I do enjoy a nice glass of wine. I know. And, and that was the best part, right? You felt like they were so knowledgeable. Right. And you could go up to them and just be like, I don't know, pick something out for me. And they right. would. And that right. was the best part. About it, right, yeah. right, and and I they they made me not feel intimidated yes. about asking questions about wine, yeah. you know, because you know I you know you see these wine snobs, you know, <laughs> yeah. and 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 they just, and they're not it, like, they're not wine. Snobs. No, they they're educated. They're, they're wine educators. They're wine educators, not snobs. Mm-hmm. That's Aww, right, thanks, guys. Yeah, it's, it's true. It's Tim true. Bale and Robert Mayo from. The, 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 that Kim Bale and Robert Mayo. That kind of rhymes, doesn't it? I know. The, the, uh, Bale and Mayo. Combine it be Bale. From Borrowed Time in Douglas, they're at 22 East Center Street. Hey, go check them out. They are closed today. But again, they're open Tuesday through Saturday, 4 p.m. to 10 p.m. Yesterday was a beautiful day, wasn't it? Yeah. I bet you guys had a lot of people we out there. Did. Yeah, the minute we opened, the deck was full. It's great to see. Awesome, great. awesome. I love that. We're going to have to go. Um, great having you guys on. Great to be here. Thank you. Thank you. And then uh, coming up, we've got Kevin Whiteford just walked in the door. He's from Whiteford Wealth Management, and he's also running for the 38th District State Rep seat. Yes. yes. So we're going to find out more about him and uh, see if he's going to follow his wife wife's footsteps or is he gonna blaze his own trail let's find out (laughs) stay tuned grab another cup of coffee we'll be right back you're listening to gregory muncie my wonderful co-host lauren staten on sagatuck on sunday we'll be right back everybody welcome back 
back. You're listening to Sock Attack on Sunday. And we're back. We're back. You have so much energy. We have we, we, so I, much energy. You know, it goes so quick. I know. And then one Sunday, then the next Sunday, and all these Sundays keep ramming into each other. It I really know. does really does go quick. Have you, now, you said you're going to wait until the break to have well, one of them peanut butter and jam blondies. Yeah, I love that they're called blondies. Do you do that because I'm in the house? Yes, that's right, Blondie. <laughs> yeah, I did I did that all for you. Um, uh, but that was great. We had borrowed time just on. I know. I Kim, love them. Kim, and, you know, it's so neat to see young people. Like They're young. Yeah, yeah. I mean, compared to they me. They were inspiring. So, you and I both, when they were in Saugatuck, uh-huh. um, so they were there seven years ago, and then I started my business six years ago. Right. So, they were like mentors, if you will. Right. Like they really, like we talked about opening businesses and stuff and being uh-huh. business owners. It was nice to have people that we could, you know, you know, talk to about right. <laughs> opening business. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And, and, you know, you were talking, both of you guys got married at the same time of running your business. Right. Because you we, married, you we married started, John. Yeah. We started businesses before we were married. Yeah. Which is really terrifying, to yeah. be honest with you. And then when you get married and you're like, okay, all right, I guess we'll stay together and this business will survive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you Not an met, easy thing. <laughs> you, you had met John long before I met you, so, yeah. you know, I, I guess I lost out. <laughs> um, but uh, anyway... <laughs> Right. Um, speaking of losing out, we don't want this person to lose because he's running for the uh, 38th District Court. Let's get that disco ball down and make Kevin Whitebird work the runway. Well, wow, look at those. I'm guys. on the runway, baby. Here we are. Wow, look, Hello. At, look at him go. <laughs> and, um, I think, Kevin Whitebird, welcome to the show. I'm going to say two things. One, um, I think Greg and I get Gregory and I get... Uh, get uh, get along very well because why we have tons of energy. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> the second thing is I had a look at my watch about uh, ten minutes ago because I said, "Now wait a second. Oh my gosh, it's way too early for wine." But I do like wine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we all do. Said, Who doesn't? Uh-huh. Now I've had guests that uh, have brought mimosas. Uh, we did mimosas oh, one morning. I'm sorry. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Shoot, I didn't know. Yeah, I know, I know. It, I, I keep thinking, you know, usually I have to work after the show, so yeah. I, I usually can't partake. Yeah, so. because you just fall asleep. Exactly. Early or drinking. I wouldn't want to go to work, right? Right. Exactly. Right. Uh, Kevin Whiteford, welcome to the show. Thank you. Good and friend thank you of mine. for having me and, tonight. Um, and, as well as Mary, uh, mm-hmm. your wife, Mary Whiteford. Uh, she's been on the show several yes. times. And uh, because she was our... Uh, 38th district representative. She was the 80th district representative. So things and, have changed. Oh, 80th. And, I'm yeah. sorry. And all the lines got redrawn. She still is, by the way, up until December 31st. Right. Um, and, uh, you know, people ask every day, What's where the are the lines? Yeah. What, all the lines got redrawn. You're 38th. And 38th it's is a the Lakeshore district. district. It's a new district. And oh, it represents it? about 5 or 7% of her current district. Oh. So and it goes all the way down to Indiana. Uh-huh. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, and uh, Mary's district got cut up into six different state rep um, representatives. So you're adding more state reps to the House? Well, Is they that took, no, they took pieces, little pieces of Allegan County and threw them everywhere. And, oh. and therefore, now there's um, six pieces of Allegan County oh, wow. that are represented by six different people. Oh, interesting. In, in the future. That's and, interesting. And uh, so... The Lakeshore thing came up, and I said, hey, man, I'm going to go for this. Um, you know, one of the big reasons, um, and you could get into a bio or whatever else, but uh, I love right. your show because we could just chit-chat. I know. But um, I am a small business owner big time, right. and I understand what it takes to start up a small business. Um, I know when I started mine, um, I cashed in my entire 401K. 
I told Mary, you got to double up on your time. We had absolutely no money beyond that. Uh-huh. And I put it all in. And that was in 1997. Now, uh, it's kind of funny because, of course, where we're at now, uh, it's just a blessing. And we just uh, have an amazing uh, enterprise uh-huh. in South Haven. Right. That South Haven Enterprise though does go down to here. It goes all the way through Van Buren. It actually goes into Berrien County. And oh, okay. so we have properties everywhere as far as that's concerned on the on the real estate side. Right, right. Um, I was just looking at it. We, we've spent uh, well over $50 million just in the five years, um, this oh, wow. past five years, in the uh, Van Buren County area. Um, uh-huh. And um, what our plans are in the future, um, already we're on start of a pretty decent-sized development in Berrien County, which uh, will take millions of dollars to complete. So we are here. Yeah, and you're, yeah, <laughs> it sounds vested. like you're very invested um, in the area. We have 15 Whitefords in the South Haven area. Oh, wow. Um, you guys are yeah. like bunny rabbits. <laughs> yeah, we are. <laughs> we got our, I don't know what happened, Gregory, but uh, yes, we have a fourth. You don't know what happened. I'll we tell had, you what happened. We had, <laughs> we had, you need, to, <laughs> you need my, a new course in the birds and the bees or something? Uh-huh. I got my <laughs> oldest son is having his fourth in June. Oh, my gosh. So I wow, congratulations. Grand, so I have four, four grandchildren just from one of the Yeah, uh, I wanted. I wanted Mary to come in with you, and oh, and yeah. uh, you said she was up all night with the kids, huh? Yeah, I actually left the house. There was literally one of the granddaughters was laying on top of her. <laughs> I don't know who was sleeping, but yeah. the grandson um, unfortunately woke up because I was making maybe a little bit too noise, too much noise. Uh-huh. And then, of course, he crawled in on the other side of her. So yeah. now I'm going, well, and I kissed her on my way out, and I said, well, I don't know if you're going to sleep too much longer, but hey. You know, God bless, and I hope you have fun this morning. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I so, always notice that when people are trying not to be noisy, they seem to be the noisiest. Yeah, yeah. Is yeah. that shoot? Well, and Gregory, I hate to say it, but uh, I'm probably both. I'm noisy when it's not when I don't think I'm being noisy, and I'm noisy when I'm trying not to be. But oh, I, I was yeah, noisy. Yeah, yeah. I, I wouldn't know that problem. Um. Um, <laughs> I just want to tell the viewer or the uh, listeners out there. Uh-huh. Um, this peanut butter thing is just unbelievable. Isn't that great? And, uh, I know. I don't think he has Let's enough of the entire way. town of Saugatuck, but um, <laughs> they turned out is, really good. This is good, and I'm a peanut butter nut. Well, we were. I, I was going to do lemon bars with the lemon curd from American Spoon, and she said, "Well, why don't we do that next week?" Because I want to remind everybody: next week it's time for the clocks. Oh, yeah. that's right. That's so, you know, we're get, we've got our show on next week, so you you want to make sure Saturday night yes. to push that clock up ahead. So Ryan, forward. Ryan, our city manager, we have also got a band coming on next week. So, of course, I'm going to email them this week and say, don't forget <laughs> yeah, uh, to be on forward. time. Spring well, forward. Anybody that has the 830 um, slot is probably pretty safe because <laughs> um, people yeah. will. That seems to be my most popular slot. Well, That's why I gave it to you, yeah. Kevin. Yeah, um, <laughs> I, I thought you might need to sleep in a little I, bit. Yeah. Um, now, now um, What's good for the gan- what's good for the gander is also good for the geese, mm-hmm. right? Because your wife ran for uh, uh, for the state rep, and you traveled quite a bit with her. I, I noticed. I did. Um, you know, some of the things I noticed. Well, first of all, I, I know how every, how everything works in Lansing, and uh, if and when I win this race, um, I will come in running like a locomotive. Uh-huh. Um, I have agendas that are um, pretty deep. Mary did a, an incredible job, uh, as you know, and uh, she's a healthcare uh, nut. Right. And uh, yeah, she focused. She on, really did. She the really did a lot of yeah. great things. She uh, created a system of finding beds for people with mental health issues. Yeah. Uh, kind of perfected that kind of a system. She passed legislation for money to go towards that. Um, 
And, uh, you know, a lot of help is needed in mental care, um, and not enough is given, I think. No, yeah. No. So I, I, and she, she's worked on a couple different projects and been very successful at it. Um, yeah. And uh, so you, you saw her running, and you thought, mm -hmm. well, I want a piece of the action. Well, that wasn't it. It was, um, I would say, you know, in the back of the room, <clears throat> uh, which is kind of funny, and, and people don't really notice this, but if there are children, and I say children, uh, kids over 20, um, who are in the room, they tend to be in the back. And so I loved being in the back. And it actually, uh, five, six years ago, I still remember sitting down at a table with uh, 20 kids from, um, gosh, it was Mackinac City um, uh, high schools. And uh, I just sat with them and chit-chatted with them for an hour. And that was one of the first meetings I ever went to with Mary. Mm -hmm. But from there, I've always noticed the kids are in the back. My passion, as you can, you'll see, is going to be um, the next generation. I mean, that's one of them. But, and, and back up, I think your previous guest, um, they're going to be unbelievably helped out by me because I am a small business advocate big time. Mm -hmm. You know, you look at this town. I mean, I love coming to Saugatuck for what? Dinner. <laughs> right. I mean, you know, if I'm running through, which is a lot, I'll definitely order ahead and get Scooter's Pizza. But <clears throat> if I'm not running through, I'll have reservations at Bodie's. <laughs> right. But, you know, let's face it. Uh, we got some great places here. And these are family businesses that are deep and um you know that's the same as me but i tell you i have a cpa i have a master's in tax law i will protect these businesses along this lakeshore they are the community and in a lot of these I, I you know i could be so bold as to almost say most of these businesses they're all people that live right here of course um you know going you know thinking about everybody that owns our businesses here from phil's to santa fe traders to land sharks and you know for the love of shoes i can go on and on about these people um you know old pike cottages you know, um, uh, Mill Pond Realty. Um, I, had a, I had a slide of it again. That's good. Um, but these are people that live here um, in our small town. And so when when you're supporting our small town by shopping, then see, that's how I, I that's, to me, that's support, you know, getting your wallet out. Um, you're, you're really making a big impact on our community. Well, and, you know, they're raising their, ch their children here. I know Mike over at Wine Cellars, they're very active in the school. Yeah. Um, and, in fact, they've got a, an exchange student right now yeah. and um and the kids all go to his house for lunch because yeah. he's got teenage kids you know and they they live right across from the high school so they hang out there and have lunch and there Gregory, that was our house for a while when, was that I your house to when we were, no when we were growing no when we were growing oh. up we had or we had the kids growing up in high school all of a sudden i'm like we got 12 high school kids here and then i'm like mary i think this kid has been here three days in a row does he have a house <laughs> you know um and they're like well they like the food that you're serving I like that, that's what i told my <laughs> Mike, I said you need to, you know, empty out your refrigerator and watch. They won't come. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll, they'll be stuck with those square pizzas at school lunch. Do they yeah. still do the square they pizzas? They do. I think so. No, I don't know. <laughs> no, sure. uh, so, um, Kevin, um, when is uh, the next uh, November? Right? So is that? I saw yesterday you were pounding on doors all through yeah, St. Joseph. Yeah, it's it's fun. And um, what's exciting is I really do enjoy. And Gregory, you know this. I love meeting people like you and I. Yeah. Right. The people that actually run the business. I will go inside and say, who's the owner? I was at a, a coffee shop uh, in St. Joe. And who's there? Right. Of course. Right. The husband and wife. Uh -huh. Because why? Help. Right. Right. They can't. You know, two people called in that day and oh, said they were sick. And they said, well, we got to pick up the ball and, and run our own shop. Well, <clears throat> so they were there. You know, I just think it's it's fun talking to them. 
And you'll find that, you know, people are just so tired of uh, both sides of the fence, right? What Are you a Republican or a Democrat? No, let's just talk about the people. <laughs> let's talk about all these people in the middle who are not getting treated right. So, um, but anyways, I found really quick, just the hundreds of people that I met yesterday. Um, that, yeah, 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 that's what I, I saw. Now, you, you're actually knocking on doors. I'm knocking on doors. Yeah. yeah, people still do that, huh? Yeah, I, you know. Do people answer? Do they answer? answer? I was going to say. Yeah, because, I usually don't. I'm I scared. Mean, you're talking <laughs> about helping out with the millennials. There's one thing you can help them out with: answering their doors and their telephones. Yeah. Well, I'm going to I'm going to tell you this. Uh, I'm excited, by the way. I'm very um, optimistic about uh, when you say to millennials. I'm optimistic about Generation Z. That's the kids under 25. Uh-huh. You know, here's a here's a cool thing. We have. I had one of the kids that was with me from Western Michigan University who's now gone from Western Michigan, but he has his own business. He's doing great. He's 22 years old. He's very old. and uh, <laughs> But we helped him out when he was 18. Oh, okay. And he's yeah. known me for four years. He said, Kevin, I want to help you on your campaign. I am going to come out here and help you. I'm yeah. like, I didn't help these kids, of course, uh, four years ago, knowing that I would be doing what I'm doing. Right. You know, they were in the back of those rooms. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just wanted to talk and figure out what are you doing? I think I'm excited about the next generation because they are the fastest ones to ever get to the truth on a phone. You know, I talked to my son who's 25. I said, hey, I need an answer on this. And within seconds, he gives me the answer. And I said, okay, come on. What's your source? Oh, I got four sources. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Yeah. You know, these kids know how to get answers. And mm-hmm. that's why I'm excited because we have been misled, in my opinion, for the last two years in many different areas from both sides of the fence. And let's just move on. Let's figure out how to help the police, help the community. You know, when you're talking about my wife, oh, my gosh, there's what, what am I going to do? Well, part of her thing was what? Helping out. Uh, human trafficking people, um, helping out uh, kids and adults who couldn't uh, do things that they wanted to do. I took care of my mom and uh, my mom and dad uh, for years out of their house with live-ins. You know, I couldn't even imagine uh, people who were stuck in uh, old folks' homes who could not see their loved ones in the last few days of their life. This is crazy. Mm-hmm. You know. The most precious days of their life, we can't even get them. I know people, there's live stories about people who actually get their parents through the back doors just to save them, to get them out of there so they can take them to their house so they can at least live with them for the last few weeks. It's crazy. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And um, so what I'm getting there is we have to speak out for the vulnerable people. Uh-huh. We have to speak with the people who are <laughs> voiceless. Right. And we have to. And I think, and, and here's the difference, I think Mary did an incredible job. She's humble and kind. She did an amazing job in a quiet way, by the way, very uh, I, you know, of course, I love her. I've been with her for 37 years. When I think of Mary, I think of a peacekeeper. You know, I, I'm not one. I'm not one for extremes. You know what no. I mean? I, I, I stay away from extremes on both sides. You know, I'm like, I don't want to hear it. I want to hear people that say, hey, I've got some ideas. I know you're different than me, but let's meet each other in the middle. Mm-hmm. Those are the people I like to hang out with. And that's why I really yeah. enjoyed your wife. And that's why I voted for yeah. her. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, for the 80th district when she ran. And she didn't know it, but she was an expert at it, right? Yeah, yeah, and, right. Um, I just think uh, what, right now, so my gift, of course, is going to be to finish up anything that she has, of course. And I think she'll get most of it done this year because uh-huh. she turns out on December 31st. Uh-huh. But my gift is going to be uh, protecting the law enforcement, um, protecting the people that actually protect the vulnerable, right? Yeah. Um, you know, making sure that they are taken care of and, and – um, you know, if you look at the Whiteford's, I mean, we have firefighters in our family. We have uh, different uh, – we have uh, 
policemen in our family. Uh-huh. And so we understand what they go through on a daily basis. And, of course, we also understand what? The spouses and the loved ones <laughs> when those people are out protecting these other people. But, <clears throat> yeah, so we have to protect the people who are protecting the vulnerable. That's on my flyers. That's everywhere because I, I will uh, make sure that happens. The second thing, of course, well, I think not second, but it is the high priority, of course, I've already said, mm-hmm. which was the small businesses. And, yeah. You know, I'm a CPA. I have a master's in tax law. Mm-hmm. I've run my businesses since 1997. We started a lot of the stuff that's happened. 1997. Wow, that was the the year I was born. (laughs) Wait, I thought you were born in 96. (laughs) Oh, yeah. So it's it's fun. So, um, you know, those are the things that I'm all about. And so those are things that Mary um, saw, uh, experienced, watched through the businesses. Um, But she definitely went with her passion and her strength. And I'll go with my passion and strength. And the 38th District is new. It's all Lakeshore communities. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about what you plan Um, to do for these Lakeshore communities and where, you know, where you see us going and where we can, especially with economic development, um, we're tourism towns. Right. You know, what do you see as your platform for these communities? Living here for, you know, I've been here full time for 15 years now. Um, I've seen... uh, uh, a, a a growth spurt the last few years um, throughout the lake shore South Haven uh, uh, Saugatuck a lot of building a lot of growth um, you know here in West Michigan um, uh, and you know th- and with that comes a lot of issues you know I, I, I think you know Saugatuck the one thing I'm always worried about in Saugatuck is you know it becoming gentrified here you know losing the culture and you know of course housing is a big issue as well and you know uh, affordable housing i bet i bet you talk about that a lot um i can tell you this uh you know i'm a real estate guy and i've been working on housing for probably uh, 12 15 years Mm -hmm. in this area i we don't even we don't even have enough on this radio show to talk about this but yeah i can tell you that we want um affordable housing but nobody has the has the rules and regulations to allow that to happen, um, and so and and just an example, and and that's where I'm going to help communities along the lakeshore, uh-huh. um, just to be uh, really defined because people just don't know where these lines are. So the lakeshore district is northern Saugatuck Township, all the way down to the Indiana border, and all you have to imagine is there's a line of about two miles wide, so it's not that wide. Uh, that goes all the way down from the north. To so the it's south. a two-mile so strip. It's yeah. a two-mile wide. Oh, two-mile wide. That's a. But it's about a seventy-mile long, right? Because from Saugatuck Township yeah. all the way but to Indiana. Probably so he's a good, got new, he's got yeah. New Buffalo, yeah. St. Joe. Yeah. Is Benton Harbor included in all of that? It's all. Yeah, Benton yeah. Harbor, wow. uh, South Haven. So, yeah. So. So you talk about tourism now. Of course, you know we have a hotel in South Haven. We have all kinds of stuff in South Haven that support yeah. tourism and support short-term um, people that actually uh, um, work at these small businesses. <laughs> yeah, right. So people right. need to go, wait, I got I got all these people and they can't afford to live here. Well, um, we understand all those things. But to tell you, so I've met with the new Buffalo uh, mayor. I've met with uh, the city managers. I met with uh, some of the – I met with St. Joe uh, mayor. New Buffalo has a lot of empty well, condos too. They have uh, – it's it's, they have like less than 1,200 voters. Wow. They have a – Huge, right? Tourism. So. Yeah, it's us and too. So, and then you have <laughs> yeah. um, you got a lot more voters, but there's a, and, it, and it's such a cool town. I mean, you got a great school, and 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 there's a lot of things here 
that in Sagatuck, um, you know, and you guys are just blessed because Sagatuck, uh, the school system is amazing. Uh-huh. And, but believe me, because because I've traveled, we got people out east that say, "Oh, everybody's like Sagatuck. Everybody's really no." We have three school systems that are almost fully funded by the federal government because the people that go to those schools are poor. <laughs> yeah. yeah, let's face it. And so there's well, other- Allegan County has <laughs> uh, has a large uh, poverty level, yes, doesn't they it? Do. Yeah, uh-huh. and people out east go. Where I'm like right it's everywhere because yeah. they see Sagatuck on the news. Yeah. They yeah. see the so, Lake Shore, right? And so we have to understand that. You know, when you talk about uh, St. Joe, it was really interesting. So uh, their their tourism is about ten percent. South Haven's uh, closer to seventy percent. You know, um, New Buffalo's got uh, their economy is much greater, right? And right. tourism dollars. You know, so they have similar issues, but they have. Uh, different ranges, right? Um, you guys have similar issues. So let's face it, I live off Lake Michigan, so I care about the lake. Of course I do. I want uh, that to be clean. I want to be able to uh, enjoy that for not only me, but my kids and my, my grandkids and the next generation after that. So by the way, one of the passions why I'm into this thing is because I'm fearful for the next generation uh-huh. in, in a way that I don't think we have a pathway uh-huh. For these kids to flourish yeah. like I was able to uh, in my lifetime. And uh, I am I want them to be able to live here, right? Because mm-hmm. i got 15 of them here. Yeah. And I right. want them to flourish and have more kids yeah. and also say, you know what? I think it's going to be okay because I think we're going to be able to enjoy ourselves and run businesses and survive, right? Mm-hmm. And so I am into this like that. And, I, and the other thing, Gregory, I think uh, these times they warrant somebody who is energy, <laughs> energized, right. and has a voice. Right. I mean, I'm not going to uh, knock anybody else who doesn't have a voice, but we have to get to the top of the mountain and say, we will not stand for this. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we will help these communities. And, and some people go, well, did you talk to this person? Yeah, I'm going to talk to those people. We have to talk to the business owners. We have to talk to the mayors. We have to talk to all these different people to find out what the different pieces are in each one of these places. And then make it happen. And make it happen. And make it happen. Because, you know, a lot of people, they look at politicians, you know, I know I do, and it's like, oh, wow, you have great presence, and you sure do talk a game, but where's the action? Oh, you got to, you know, so you have to follow up. The current administration, and it doesn't matter what side of the fence you're on. Right. You you can't say, hey, man, I want to buy U.S. and then buy Russian oil. I mean, but, and, and I just love saying that because we have people in Lansing that do the same thing. Let's face it. Hey, you know what? I want to fund the police. Wait, on your website. It's not on your website. And when it took time to fund the police in Lansing, you just said no. <laughs> you <laughs> right. Me? You know, so. Right. Now, I'm not going to Bush, and we're not going to, and Gregory, you're the same way as me, too, in this. We are not going to uh, concentrate on any negativity. We're going to go forward. We're going to cr- we're going to create all this positive activity around us, mm-hmm. and I'm just going to stay positive. So let's figure out how we're going to get this done, and let's do it in a very smooth, right, and bipartisan, right? Right. Um, because you'll find, of course, and, and Gregory knows this because he's known me for a while. Um, you know, bring up a story. When I was with Mary, I was at Traverse City, and I don't know what our time. Yeah, no, you're fine. And um, she was in a healthcare uh, meeting. Oh my gosh, two hours, right? And uh-huh. I said, okay, five minutes later, I'm like, Mary, I got to go. Right. <laughs> and, and again, I, not that I don't care about health care. I just don't know anything about it. Right. It's kind of. So I went down the hallway, and there you, there you go. The minority leader was there in there with his three-year-old daughter having breakfast. And I said, well, I need breakfast. 
hey, I'd love to talk to this guy. I think he's a nice guy. Yeah. Mary's worked with him. You know, uh-huh. This is not the current one. It's the one prior to, uh-huh. uh, actually two priors. And uh, I really did like him, by the way. I thought he was a great guy. And <clears throat> so I sat down, had breakfast with him, and we talked. Because there are things that we can talk about that we have in common. Are you kidding me? We have stuff that we don't have in common. Of course. Okay. But it's funny because I leave the meeting, and all of a sudden I hear, oh, my gosh, what's he doing with that guy? Talking, oh, right. Having breakfast. Are right. you kidding me? Oh, I get that a lot because I like to talk to a variety of people. And I, I love hearing new ideas. I'm just like, like you're saying, I'm just like that. But, and I've gotten that from people in town. It's a small town. And they're like, Gregory, what are you doing talking to that person? I said, well, this person has a lot going on. This is what I'm talking to this person about, you know. And it's funny how... You know, somebody can can look at somebody about one characteristic or just a few things about that person and not realize all of us humans have more in common than we don't. Of course. No matter what you think about as far as politics, as far as morals, as far, you know, any of those, religion, whatever, when it comes down to it, we've got more in common than we don't, right. no matter how our opinions are different. Right. And, um, and you know, that's that middle that I like to see people come to. Yeah. And, and I want to talk to people that don't agree with me. You know, if I wanted to talk to people that just agreed with me, I wouldn't learn anything. I wouldn't learn you know, and so I like that different idea. I like somebody to tell me something and me be offended about it, but then think about it. And, and think about where they're coming from, you know, and, and find find that little happy medium in the middle. And, yeah. I, and I learned that from the kids, too, because, you know, when you talk to them, I always hear the stories. I tell stories about some, some of the things that the kids talk about, and I hear people going, oh, my gosh, I can't believe they're like that. Hey, if we don't educate them and sit down with them, we actually can't get them from Z to A or in the middle right. and try to figure out how to at least um, work with these kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, we saw a lot of that with COVID. You know, the people that, you know, oh, this person didn't wear a mask and now I hate them and I'm going to blast them on social media and or this person wore a mask and I hate them and <laughs> I'm going to blow them up Silly. on social media. You know what I mean? It's it's just like, stop yeah. the hate. Yeah. You know, uh, there's no reason for that. You know, we're all entitled to having different opinions. You know, if we were all doing the same thing all the time, how boring would a world be? Right. We're you know? human, and that's why we're Americans. Yeah, right? yeah, I right. Think. I hope so. Gosh. Right, right. Variety, the spice of life. <laughs> hey, Kevin Whiteford, thanks for, thanks for stopping in. Hey, don't forget to vote. Vote this November for Kevin Whiteford. He's running for the 38th District. Uh, Kevin, they can go to your website, find yes. out more about you. Yes. Yes. And uh, your website is? It's votekevinwhiteford.com. VoteKevinWhiteford.com. Find out his platform. Find out what he wants to do for the Lakeshore. And put your vote in for Kevin Whiteford. Great friend of mine. And you can count on my vote as well. Thank you. All right. All right. Hey, thanks. Thanks, Lauren. Yes, thanks for tuning thank in. you, Gregory. We had a great show. <laughs> it was a good show. Brent Allen actually texted me. And he said, hey, great show, you guys. I, he's going to take me out to lunch this week. Oh, that, nice. So I, I earned a free lunch. Because it was so good? I, I guess the so. show was so it must, good. It must have been you. <laughs> Waking up extra early with us. Hey, everybody, thanks for tuning in. Have a great Sunday fun day. This is Gregory Muncy with my co-host, Lauren Stanton, signing off. We'll see you next week on Saga Talk on Sunday. Thank you, Kevin. <laughs>